essentially, there was like so many people at the end of the day that it went from my house all the way up the street, all the way down the main road, all the way down like the other main road that to go to my house. So there was like what hundreds the and fuck? there was hundreds of people at my house. Chill is very different. So, here, so, so, so my dad, right, is freaking the fuck out because he's also a lawyer. <laughs> okay. So legally, he knows what he can get. He's like, he's like, Kian, all these fucking people are at my house. If somebody gets into an accident and they, the cop asks them, where did they come from? And they say, Bob Crudell's house. I'm fucked. Right? So then. He loves the rainiest town in the United States. So it's, it's raining, okay? It's raining. This guy's in a fucking poncho. He goes up to the four-way stop. And you know what he's doing? He's collecting everybody's keys. Putting it in a folder, writing their names on their keys. Whoa! You can, you can, park your car. Give me your keys. I'm gonna write your name down. Him and my mom. I'm gonna write your name down. What the fuck? Put it in this folder. When you're done with the party, you can come back, get your keys from me, and you can go home. Wow, Bob Crudell, y'all, dude. Wow. And there was literally, I promise to God, there was like hundreds and hundreds of people. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Mario. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Adrian. And I'm Peter. And we're Guys Guys That That Listen. Listen. On today's show, we got the most handsome, the most underrated DJ slash producer, Kian. Hello, hello. Kian, thank you for joining us today. Mm. I see you got all this merch on. Hey. You want to tell us about <laughs> it before we go into about you? Uh, this is my friend's brand. Um, nice. It's Farmer's Market Hoi from Hilo. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Hilo Hoi okay. on the Big Island. Give us a little yeah. rundown about who you are, what you do. I do a lot of things. I feel like um, mm-hmm. I'm more so just a creative, like to just kind of dabble in different things, such as like DJing mostly, uh, music producing. Um, I just love photography. I love art. Mm, I didn't you know, know about that about photography. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I'm not the best at it, but yeah, I, I just yeah. I appreciate it, and I if I can have the opportunity to just see, at least just try to make something cool or look mm-hmm. cool, I I feel like yeah. I just try to just out of just he really likes good photos of himself. That's what he said. <laughs> no, 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 like like scen- scenic photos, like capturing the moment. <laughs> You know? Your moment? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, anything. Like, I don't know. Sometimes, you know. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Dude, I did not know that about photography. Because yeah. I know for sure, great DJ and an even better producer, you know. Oh, thanks, man. Obviously, you're from Hilo. You yeah. live out here in Cali for now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, so go into your days back in Hilo. My days back in Hilo? I mean, uh, like, what? How so? I mean, uh, just, just take a look. You're, for one, you're Hapa, right? You're Yeah, I'm half-half. You're what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where are you? Uh, Japanese and white. Japanese and ho- mm. Hawaii? No, Japanese and white, but I'm born and <laughs> raised in <laughs> born and raised in Hawaii. <laughs> born and raised in Hawaii on Hilo. Yeah. So yeah. how's that growing up in Hilo? Oh, it's great. It's I think I'm super blessed to have that opportunity, you know, to just yeah be from where I came from. I think you, everybody feels. Did you that live in Japan about. at all, or in Japan? Yeah. No, no. Oh, I've never even been. been to Japan. Oh, you never been? Yeah, you I never been to Japan. Back, no, you're right? not Hapa. You're just Ha. Yeah. <laughs> dude, seriously, no. I've always wanted to go, man. This shit's expensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah hey, true. dude, you gotta visit the motherland, though. Yeah, it's worth yeah, it. yeah. No, totally, totally. Yeah, for sure. For Don't sure. you ever wonder where all that food that dude, you eat comes from? 
Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I mean, my mom and my grandma. I mean, I don't even think my mom has been to Japan. Oh, Shut I, up. I, no, really? I don't think so. I don't think so, but I could be wrong. Don't fucking wait. What, wait, what generation don't know. Don't call me on it. Hawaiian are you, though? Wait. Uh, Hawaiian? I'm not Hawaiian, but I'm. No, no, but, but like from Hawaii. You know what I mean? Like, how many generations of your family started in Hawaii? How many Because if your mom hasn't been to so Japan. So, my mom is born and raised in Hawaii, and then my dad oh. is born in New Jersey, actually, but oh. then moved. To Kwanaside on the Big Island when he was uh, super young. I don't know exactly Ooh. the age, but then he went to Kwanawaina when he was a kid, and then yeah, lived his life over there with his mom. So I kind of I know this about you, so I'm gonna ask, right? Uh-huh. And it's not really about you; it's kind of about your parents. But uh-huh. tell us about how your mom got picked up by your dad. Oh, that's, <laughs> go, that's go cool into story. it, man. Oh. Go into it. Man. <laughs> Well, it's just interesting because, man, that guy's just such a G when it came to it. I was just like, God damn, I can't. Listen to this story. You can't go to this. Listen to the story, bro. Yeah, so essentially uh, one day, I think it was uh, at the dentist. My mom used to work at this dentist's office, right? And she was like like the front desk lady or whatever. And then anyway, so my dad goes up to the dentist and then there was another lady working the front desk and then like they were talking and then she was like telling my dad, oh, you have to meet like... um, you have to meet this girl, Bev, that works here or whatever. You know what I mean? Interesting. And then after that, he's like, oh, okay, sure. Like, when is she working or whatever? Ended up, they ended up meeting, right? Yeah. And then he told her, he's like, hey, um, for our first date, you know, I, I'm, he's asking her out, right? Sorry. Right away? Yeah, right away. Oh, he's like, wow. for, for our first date, how about you bring, like, some of your friends and mm. come and meet me at the Hilo Airport? And he has his own, he has his own plane. What yeah. The fuck? Okay. Yeah. The bar yeah. I mean, okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait, the bar wait. Set high this is now. this is yeah. not this is not a PJ. This isn't like what fucking like Steve will do it, and like all these other YouTuber yeah. and famous people have. It's like a you know, it's a propeller plane, but it's still yeah. a plane. No, it's, it's, it's still, a chopper. It's a yeah. fucking it's, it's a, a fucking plane. This is cool, Get to right? The chopper. Yeah. Get to the chopper. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, my mom was telling me about it too, and then essentially, like you know, they go on this flight, and they just he just kind of like flew him around, and like all her friends were like hitting on my dad while like wow, you know what I mean? oh. it's just funny. It's just funny, and then like it's like how do you top that shit? That's just crazy. Yeah. So yeah, he had a uh, his pilot's license. Wait, um, don't expect that to be the standard, right? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's real now. If that's the, oh, trust me. So right. they were all hitting on him, but he had his eye on. But he had his eye on ah. one. You know? That's your dad's story about how he met your mom. Yeah, yeah. What's your story how he met your girl? Because uh, I know it involves ooh. your mom too, so now. Oh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, so I've been living out here in California for like, pff, I don't even know, 10 plus years. So I, I want to say like 12. I want to mm-hmm. say 12. Yeah. Like if I'm trying to be realistic, I just had this conversation. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so I was kind of like missing home a lot like the past few years, right? And then I didn't go home for like 10 years or something. Cr- not, ten, not 10 years, sorry, five years. <laughs> Cut Wait, that so when did, you, <laughs> when did you come to the, well, to the States? No, when did you come here? Second huh. year after I graduated high school. Oh, you were young. Yeah, yeah I was, so I lived all my 20s here in California. Oh. Wow, but you yeah. grew up in Hawaii. Yeah, I grew up in Hilo. Oh, yep, Hilo. Yep, 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 yep. Big island, big kid yeah. from the big island. You yeah, know? but that's super culture shock. Was it for you or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, like not well, culture shock in a good way though. I think culture shock can go in different ways. Yeah, I think culture shock can be like 
say you didn't want to move here, right? And then you come here and then you're like, oh yeah, shit, this yeah. is fucking weird. This is different. This sucks, right? Or or this is how I took it. Right. I was like, I'm ready to get the fuck out of where I'm yeah. from because I've been here my whole life in such a small town, you know? Like I was mm-hmm. like, damn. Like, not that I didn't like where I'm from. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that, like, you know, you're just kind of sheltered in, like, one place doing the same thing over yeah, and over again. Yeah, yeah. You want to change. And I had a taste of change before moving. So then I was like, oh. I mean, of of the mainland. Sorry, I had a taste of the mainland. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh, my God. This is this is sick. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So then I was like, so, this, Positive shock. Yeah, so th- this is another culture shock, right? So you go and move and then you're like holy shit, there's so many things you can do. Like, oh my God, I can eat whatever I want to eat. Like, if I'm feeling this, I can have that. Mm, Like, if if I wanted to go to somewhere, I can go there. If I want to see my favorite artists that I have right now at the moment, I can go see them. Like, I can do this, like, all these things that that you can only dream of when you're living where I'm from. That's Mm. crazy because when you... Explain it like that, it sounds like we take it for granted. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that we... Yeah, we... (laughs) You know, obviously, I was raised here, you know, not born, but pretty much Adrian born here. Mm -hmm. Like, that is like the every single day, right? Right. You get to, do Luke Lush texted you. Yeah. Told you to go to after party today. How the fuck does that happen? (laughs) I don't know. Like, is he going to tell you to go Hilo and go after party? Like, even like last week, right? We had the big brother, big sister thing. And then Wyclef Jean is playing. (laughs) Wyclef Jean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who's Wyclef Jean? Wyclef. Wyclef John? John? Shakira, Shakira, Shakira. No, Gene. Why club Gene, right? I'm yeah, not saying yeah, that. Yeah, I'm no, not saying that. Right. You're saying it right. You're saying it right. Okay, shit. Yeah, I think yeah, so. He used to be, he d- so. used to do songs with the Yin Yang Twins. Yeah, I yeah. think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Aloe Black was there. Aloe Black was there yeah. too? I got a dollar? Well, uh, Aloe Black's from Irvine. Well, regardless, that's yeah. even more crazy that he's like <laughs> next door. You know, Al- yeah. you know Aloe Black was one of the uh, people who started Do Over? Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. Adidas, right? But yeah, that's just crazy that you, like, growing up out here, that's why I've, I've always been super curious. Like, I, I think I've asked, I think, I don't know if you remember, but I'm sure I've asked this, is like, what is it like growing up in California? I feel like mm. I've asked multiple of my closer friends this question, and, like, it's not... Yeah, you didn't ask me. <laughs> you said close friends. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's not, what I, that's not what I meant. Well, I'm asking you now. <laughs> No, but like seriously. No. What is it like? It's, uh, very, it's, it's very interesting. You know? Honestly, after traveling and like meeting different people and their perceptions of California or even the states in general, it's very skewed most of the time because California is fucking huge, right? Mm-hmm. The Bay should be its own fucking state, to be honest, right? They're so fucking different. Yeah. And then OC in LA is very fucking different. And San Diego is fucking very different. And I'm sure I'm missing a couple of places. But OC in general is probably the one that is most misconstrued as far as the way people perceive it. You know, I, I just came back from Copenhagen, right? And all my uh, cousins were like, oh, OC, like like, like the TV show? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, nah, it's not, it's not like You've that. You've been reduced to a show. <laughs> exactly, right? And that show's old. The fact that they still know it is crazy. Yeah. But like, it's we, like such like a small part of OC too, like Laguna yeah. side, right? Yeah, Laguna, so like Newport. Side, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's completely the, the very side different. that many of us don't the, relate to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like you see locals, and that's what's crazy too, is I feel like Orange County's like, so when I first moved here, it was like, oh man, I'm in this city, like nobody knows, <laughs> nobody knows who I am. Like I used to love that aspect, right? So yeah. I can go out, I can mm. go and, you know, be myself. Motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> I can go out, I can be myself freely, like I can... I can go to this girl and ask her like, hey, hi, how are you? Like, you're super pretty. Like, without even wondering about who's going to say anything oh, yeah. or what's going to happen. Or I can go up to anybody and huh. say hi, right? But 
then I started to realize over the, over like years of being here, like I started to see the same people the consistently mm, going out yeah. all the time. And then I'm like, wow, well, OC is <laughs> actually not that small. Smaller than you thought. I mean, not that big. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I mean, just hearing from your perspective, it sounds like Kilo's extremely small. Yeah. yeah. So think about it yeah. that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, fact yeah, that you yeah, go yeah, out yeah, and yeah. You're, you're saying like, they yeah. don't know me, that means that everyone fucking knows you in Hilo. Yeah. Right, right. right. <laughs> all right. So I just want to ask, because obviously you told us the story about your mom and how your dad picked her up. Mm. Right. How did your mom help you pick up your girl? She didn't Ooh. help me pick up. Oh, no, really? <laughs> she has no part in it? She had a little part in it. Uh. No, she's great, though. I love my mom. <laughs> I do. I do. I, right. And she, I mean, I don't know. Things happened the way it happened, you know? I feel mm. like. Um, so how did it happen, though? Yeah, I was saying about, like, I didn't come home for a while. And then, like, I started making my way back home more often is what I was going to say. Oh, right. And, um. So one of these trips that I went back home, I finally kind of like started having the money. I was able to kind of like provide for myself and then like, you know, just like come home and like want to take my mom out to dinner and take my dad out to dinner. You know what I mean? That, yeah, those yeah. kind of things that you're not able to do. A little payback. Yeah. Yeah. No, not j- but just like, I don't know. You just want to be able to do those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I don't know. It's just nice. It feels good. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I was like, Mom, you, you want to go out to dinner or whatever? And she's like, um, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So we ended up going to uh, one of the spots that we used to go to when I was growing up as a kid called Cafe Pesto. Uh, went out to dinner, had a great dinner. Um, you know, my mom likes to drink. I like to drink. And, you nice. know, we're having fun. We're just talking, just me and her. And um, I was like, hey, uh, do you want to go get some drinks after this? You know, like just drinks, you know, <clears throat> talk shit, yeah, yeah. whatever. And then... Um, she was like, yeah, sure. You know, I was like, I haven't been to Temple in a long time. It's like this little bar um, mm-hmm. like up the street from the restaurant, from Cafe Pesto. So I ended up going. Oh, she's like, yeah, yeah, let's go. I was like, so, okay, cool. So we ended up going, walked up there. It's like super close. And uh, we sat down, got seated. And this waitress came up to us. And like, she was just, um, <laughs> you know, it's just. Ask us, nor- ask us normal things. Oh, you know, yeah. like, oh, how are you doing? Whatever. <laughs> like, like what do you guys want? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what's your Anyways, what's your sign? <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting nervous. Yeah, asked us for our drinks or whatever, and then she left. And then right when she left, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, God damn, this girl's like... Oh. Say the F word. You always say. <laughs> no, I don't say Yeah, that don't word. worry. We're not sponsored. She's, she's, she's just hella cute, you know? Uh, I meant fire. Any, <laughs> anyway, she's fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then my mom, right before, like, I'm thinking in my head, but... And then anyway, I, my mom's like, oh, my God, kid, that girl is so cute. And I'm like, yeah, mom, I know. Like, relax, relax. You know? Your You're telling your mom it. to relax. Yeah. yeah, because she usually doesn't say those kind of things like that. She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. But she usually doesn't yeah, mom, say, <laughs> relax, relax. Yeah, but I've never heard her be, like, so excited about really? that kind wow. of thing. Not really, no. Like, no. I mean, I don't recall actually. any other time that she's like, Kid. Yeah. That girl? Yeah. So cute. Like, yeah. I, can't re- I can't recall. She picked up on a vibe or something then. Right. So then the next time she comes back with our drinks, right? Obviously, or whatever. And then she's like, oh, hey, thank you. And so when do you work? And I'm like, bruh, oh, like, dude, like wow. immediately. And I'm like, dude, like, don't beat her on the bush. Like, nothing. She just went straight for it. Like, it wasn't, like, I felt like it was awkward. I was like, dude, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? And then she's like, oh, I usually work. I 
forget what she said. She was like, it was like Monday, wow. sometimes Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or she something answered, like that. And though. then like, yeah, she answered, right? Anyway, we have our nice drinks. We go back to my mom's place. Like me and my mom go back to her place, my mom's place, right? And yeah. then we have like after dinner drinks yeah. at my mom's and we're talking shit, watching game shows with my grandma. Yeah. You know? Um, nice wholesome things with alcohol. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and then I was like, Did you get her name? <laughs> and then my mom's like no, I don't think I got it. Oh. I'm like, what? We didn't even get her name, but we got when she worked. I remember that conversation, and she and she's like, yeah. So what happened then? This is when she worked. I was like, tell me again when she works. And she told me, and then I was like, okay. Ah, so like, who's the idiot now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember, and I just like wanted confirmation. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, so then yeah, I uh, ended up. Um, What's it called? Going well. She told me when she worked, and I ended up going back. One oh, of those so you days. pulled up. Yeah, so I pulled up oh. one of those days that she worked with. Uh, By yourself? No, no. I had a couple of friends. I had oh. a couple of friends. I had Eli with me, Toledo, and I had. Yeah, because that'd be weird. <laughs> you pull up. Yeah, but it was, it's kind of interesting though, because like I fucking walk in, right? It's a small little bar, like a little lounge, beautiful little mm. lounge though. By the way, um, yeah, one of the nicer bars that you can go to in Eli. I feel like, in my opinion, it's really nice. Um, anyway, so we walk in. Right when I walk in, I look to my left, and then there's this guy that I knew from a long time ago named Bronson Pila. And I was oh. like, I was like, oh, what's up? And he's like, oh, Kian. And then I was like, he's like, what are you doing over here? Yeah. And I was like, oh, nothing. Just came into town, you know what I mean? Visiting on vacation. He's like, oh, okay, right on. Hey, come take a shot, whatever. And I'm uh-huh. like, okay, right on. Shoots, I'm down. So walk up to the table, introduce me to his friends, right, that are yeah. on the table, a little bit of them, you know, not, nothing crazy. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, hey, take this, take this shot. All right, cheers, guys. Cheers. Mm-hmm, Take the mm-hmm. shot. You know, I see her, and then she's, or I see Amber, and then she, she's working, right? Mm-hmm. And then she starts, she comes to the table, and then she's like, "Hey, so uh, where's my shot?" Oh. And I was like, "Oh good shit!" Good job, Amber. And I was good like, job, "Oh Amber. shit!" You know, instantly I was like, "I fucking took that, huh?" <laughs> so I took what? her shot, oh. but he gave it to me. But he oh. gave it to me. So yeah, that was a nice icebreaker kind of, uh, right? Yeah. And I was, you know, and then we were kind of flirting throughout the night or the evening anyway. Oh, so it was fine. Yeah, so yeah. it was yeah. fine. And then like, you know, it was, so yeah, she ended up, sorry, she ended up knowing like Bronson and they were friends, oh, and, nice. which was kind oh, of wow, small nice. world. Yeah, small, I mean small. Small town. island. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> big yeah, island yeah. actually. Sorry big, big, big island, small town. Big yeah. island, small people. Town, yeah. Big no. island, small town. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so then, like, they were all friends, which is kind of funny, you know what I mean? And then next thing you know, I was just, like, waiting there. A lot of my friends left except for Toledo, and then um, I was just like, ah, no, let's just stay. I wanted to stay, wait till she was off. Ah. Yeah, because we were kind of, like, you know, going back and forth, kind of, like, flirting here and there. And then, like, you know, at the end of the night, you know, last call happened. You know, everybody's kind of out, but I wanted to, like, help her, like, clean up the restaurant so I just like started putting up chairs as I'm putting up chairs I was just like I just want to you know like you're really cute and I would love to like take you out like while I'm here uh, you know and then, while I'm here Ooh. well because I was on vacation I, I didn't know, know. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know what was to be you didn't know it was going to become a permanent thing. no yeah, no no yeah. no. and exactly. that's the, the, and I feel like that's like one of the best parts about it was that it was just so just not expected yeah unexpected uh, yeah. Sorry. so unexpected yeah. you know um, yeah, and I was just like, you know, I would love to like take you out one of these days while I'm here and do something and mm-hmm. I don't know, go on a date, you know? And she was like, yeah, I would love that. And I was like, oh, can I get your number or whatever? And got uh, her number. You know what's fucking crazy is that during this time, 
I had a feeling that Keen somehow got a girl, and then he posted like a like a soft reveal, soft launch type of thing. <laughs> soft was, launch, and I was like, "Oh, who's that?" And he's like, "That's my mom, bro." Oh, <laughs> but in the very end, it became true, right? Because he uh, actually yeah, did yeah, get yeah, a girl. Yeah, but it was his mom that decided. Uh, and there was more than one person that did that too. Oh, really? Yeah, it was somebody else that did that shit. I was like, "What the fuck?" That's like, my mom. Yeah, soft reveal. <laughs> this is my mom. <laughs> Relax. Now you're. Uh, you're moving back and you're going to be living with her. Mm. In a few months now. In I know. like a month. In a month. In a month. In, a yeah, month. in one That's month. That's crazy. But who's counting? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I mean, I got, I got to ask you though. <laughs> All right, I got to ask you because I think you're doing one of the hardest things possible, to be honest. Because for me, I've, I've never ever... Because I've talked about like theoreticals with my exes, like, oh, mm. well, if I moved here for this job or whatever, so, you know, mm. w- would you move? Right. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no. You know what I mean? Like, that would be the end of us, basically. Right. And for you to be in this position where you've been doing long distance, it's been like what, almost a year, a year almost. Yeah, uh, almost a year. Props yeah. to you, by the way. That's yeah. fucking tough. Yeah, and then you're gonna make the decision to move back home to like pursue this relationship. I just want to know what's been going through your head because mm-hmm. I think I have an idea because you are pretty uh, vocal, but but like, how do you navigate something like that? You know, like I don't think it's something that you really navigate when it comes to at least for me. I think people are different, right? I don't think everybody approaches things, obstacles, life, yeah. anything, going out to eat mm-hmm. the same as everybody else, right? So, but for me, um, I just listen to my gut. You know, mm-hmm. I think I think I'm I'm, I'm a very uh, I've always done what makes me happy, mm. and I've always stuck by that, even though sometimes I feel like, you know, I could have chose or made better choices. There were like smarter choices, those. but yeah. those yeah. choices made me happy, and I wouldn't regret, like, doing those choices. But anyway, so, like, yeah, I would, I'm ju- I would just, uh, I just, I'm just kind of, like, going with it. Mm-hmm. So, okay, now I'm super curious. When you moved from the Big Island to here, mm-hmm. did you have the same feeling as you moving back to no completely different all right what's what's the difference oh. okay so like when you when i moved out it was more of like excited to move mm-hmm. i haven't experienced anything else nothing else yeah. no city i've never been in a city in my yeah. life like oh, nothing right. like that's i've never right. been in a club in my life oh. you know there's i've no never clubs in hilo <laughs> i mean like there's karaoke bars you know and there's like no but this is like hilo hilo is different from oahu a lot yeah. of people get it like misconstrued but anyway yeah like there's just not a lot there's a lot of the same things to do and it's not it's not like they're they're not fun things to do mm-hmm. but yeah. it's just like you know you grow up somewhere in a small town and you do everything that there's pot i don't think i've done everything but i've done they, I've done it. I've done some stuff, you know what I mean. That mm-hmm. ended up being kind of like whatever I was into at yeah. the time. I kept doing it over and over and over again. And, ah. like, and and so if for the first time moving, it was more of like an exciting feeling to move. That's crazy. Uh, and like and I was like more sure in a sense of like, yeah, I need this. Like and and I was like super about it. I you know I found a, I found a passion that I that I loved for the first time in my life. You know, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of things like. Can you go into that like? What passion, how you got into it? How I got into it? Yeah, because you, you came to Cali. The reason That's why you found story. out about it, right, mm-hmm. is because you came and you got a taste of it. Essentially. Yeah. So, so what was it? Um, okay, so when I was pretty young, I was like kind of doing like stupid shit on the side. <laughs> yeah, so I was just doing some 
like no, you know, not so good things. But then I ended up meeting some great people. Like like it wasn't it wasn't even to make money though. It was just because of what I, what I was into. Mm. I didn't even know like what money I was making at the time. It what was, do you what, wait? What do you mean? Because I didn't. I was like I was under twenty one. I didn't even know what I could spend it on. You didn't know what that money meant. Yeah, I didn't understand. I just like had it. But I, what I wanted was like the, the drugs. Oh. Wow, that's actually so that's really why interesting. Did. That's different. Yeah. Because everyone does it for the money. And then but they I just didn't. happen to get a taste of their own supply. You know? Right, in a sense. Yeah. But like, yeah. Anyway, so I met some people right through doing that and stuff like that. And um, I had some really close friends. They're still my friends to this day. And I ended up going to my brother. He was going to graduate from uh, Seattle University. Hmm. Um, and I ended up going to see him graduate. And one of my friends was uh, living in California. Mm. And he was like, hey, Kian, you're in Seattle. You should just come and visit me in California. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. So then anyway, I asked my parents and they were like, yeah, sure. You can go and visit Travis. Like I, I was hesitant because like I was really? such a bad kid. Yeah. You know, getting into trouble. Like I was like, I'm going to ask my parents, but they're probably going to say no, bro. <laughs> and then like they said yes, like super casual. I'm like, oh, fucking awesome. Anyway. Ended up going to see Trav, and he used to live by OCC College um, at the Camdens. Oh. And then um, uh, we had our other friend, Dewey. That was, or not Dewey, sorry. I said Dewey. <laughs> Scratch that. Dwayne. Dwayne. Oh, okay. And we had my friend Miles over there, and my friend Zoo. And um, one night uh, we were like, oh, you know, like, let's just try, like, these fucking Pokeballs. Has nothing to do with Pokemon, by the way. <laughs> But you definitely yeah. got to catch them all. <laughs> yeah. All right, go on. It's like we ended up trying it. Um, we should, uh, let's, let's just try it and see what happens. And then, like, let's see how they are. And we tried it. And then we we're like, hey, let's go to Shark Club. And I was like, um, yeah, sure. Like, I've never been. Shark what, Club. What mansion was before, right? Yeah. Shark like, Club? mansion was before. I've never been to a club in my life. Yeah. Um, they, like, cause they Because they won't let me into the bars when I was rolling. in Hilo because they know... Yeah, they yeah. know who you are. They know who you are. Not in the sense of that, but it's just yeah. more some small town. So yeah, like they yeah, see you, like, yeah. come on, Mr. Crudel. What? <laughs> Bro, I know you're not 21 yet. You cannot uh, come in here. Yeah, so we ended up going to Shark Club. Wow. And I look at, I mean, you know, we're dancing because, like, that, like, we don't do this anymore, but, like, you know, we go into the crowd, we're dancing, right? We're yeah. dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then I'm like, hey, like, wait, where's, where's this music coming from? I asked my friend, you know? And he's like, it's a DJ. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, it's that guy up oh. there. I'm like, oh, what is he doing? He's like, oh, he's playing the music. Damn. And I was like, what? Origin, <laughs> origin story. Origin story. Man. I was like, what? What does that mean? He's like, yeah, he's playing. <laughs> he's like, he's mixing the music, the songs together. And I'm like, what? That's it? And he's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. that's crazy. What? Do you know how to do that? And he's like, yeah, I know how to do that. I'll show you when we get back to the apartment. Oh. So then he go, we go back to the apartment. And then he busts out his laptop and then he's using virtual DJ to like uh-huh. make songs and he's showing me and I'm like, wow, this is fucking cool. Like, you know, I, cause, and I was telling him, I was relating because uh, we haven't spent much time together, like all of us as a group, like this group of people, but they're my close friends now. But um, yeah, I was like telling him, I was like, dude, I love music. Like I used to, I'm like the guy in high school that would have his like laptop up. And instead of like paying attention to class, I'd be like looking up songs and then showing like the girls mm. in my class, like, oh hey, have yeah. you heard? Have you Always heard this? Always the girls, huh? Yeah. Have you heard, 
Have you heard this Avant song? Like this new, <gasps> this new R&B song? Have you heard this, this Joe song? I want to know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, have you heard all this? R&B shit. Yeah, I, used, I love R&B. I used yeah. to love R&B like, growing up as a kid. Because that's what my mom guys used to do. Anyway, we started relating like hella heavy. We had a great weekend. And then I was supposed to go to Vegas that following weekend. Mm. Um, and they knew that. And they're like, hey, aren't you going to Vegas next weekend? And I was like, yeah. And Miles guys were like, hey, well, you know what? EDC is next weekend. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to a rave before? It's like, nah, I've never been to a rave. Damn, and he's like, journey. he's like, well, you should come with us. And I was like, fuck, I don't think I'm, my parents are going to be able to like, let me do that. Uh-huh. And then he was like, well, I mean, just ask, right? I mean, we're, and I, just, I asked and they're like, you know what? That, I was like, that makes sense. That's why. <laughs> you know, like I'll drive to Vegas. You don't have to pay for my plane ticket. Yeah. And meet me in yeah. Vegas, right? That makes sense. So anyway, we ended up, he's like, he's like, you know what? Just ask. He was like, ask them, mm-hmm. and um, I'll pay for your ticket to go to EDC. Ooh, that's a yeah, good that's friend, a deal, bro. That's, and I was that's like, a deal. and I was like, I don't even know what EDC is. <laughs> and he's like, I'll show you. Oh. And then he, you know what? What's his name again? Okay, Miles. What a great. Oh, Miles a, did that. For Miles yeah, Medina. But but, but <laughs> no. But this Shout was Miles, this is the first. This is the first EDC in Vegas. What? Oh. But you were that being the first EDC, the first EDC in Vegas. But that being said, Shit, so what he crazy. had to show me, right, was what happened in LA Coliseum when the girl, when the when everybody got trampled and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at this video, oh, and he's showing me, and I'm like, "Wow, that's fucking sick!" What? <laughs> you know, oh like people God. are raging so like this yeah. hard to the yeah. point where like people are dying. <laughs> Damn, this looks lit. You know? Yeah, I got to go to this. And then what I'm happened? Dead. So then I asked my parents, and they said yeah, and I ended up going. And then the same thing happened. I'm like, this guy, like when we are, we're at like the stages and stuff, you know, like I'm like, this guy is DJing. Yeah. This is what this guy is doing. Oh, and you you were really about that, fresh, yeah. Man. But this is like the first time I've ever seen a DJ in my yeah. life. But you saw him like a big stage. Yeah. Well, the first time was at Shark Club, but the second time is at EDC. EDC. Well, the fact that at the club. He was already kind of mesmerized yeah, by somebody by, yeah. mixing music. Yeah. Right. But then like the second, like literally this, because we didn't go to sh- any other club after that Shark Club day. We just went straight to EDC. That's after my that. point. Is yeah. the, the fact a small club like that, you were already kind of like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, captured that, by mm-hmm. somebody doing yeah, that. You probably yeah. didn't know what was possible at that time. I didn't know that that was a thing, you know? Yeah. Like, and I didn't yeah. know that. I'm like, how much is this guy making up there? Yeah. Like I was asking, he's like, dude, pfft. Probably millions of dollars or some shit, you know. Mm. And I was and I was like, dude, for doing that, like I look, I I used to grind for music for no reason, just to show off to my friends, yeah. like that I I I had this song that you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you used to do that, yeah. you know, like yeah. and put it on a fucking blank CD. Yeah, you know, you, you go up to the girl and be like, you know, Chris Brown. Yeah, <laughs> or but like even just like my friends too, like. Because we, you know, we'd always share music together and be like, dude, have you heard this song? Yeah, yeah. And then like, you know, like, yeah, I have her. No, I haven't. Fuck, what is that song? You know? Like, That's so crazy to me that you didn't see any DJs in Hilo back then. No, because they're, to, yeah, I wasn't old wasn't enough. Wasn't a thing, no? I wasn't old enough. Oh, you, old you enough. get in also. Remember? Yeah. Because they all knew yeah. him because they're like, hey, Mr. Cridell, your son is <laughs> Yeah, but they call you Mr. Cridell. <laughs> I just feel like they would say that, some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So then you saw the DJ. Like Do you remember out. what DJ that was? 
at EDC. Like, at EDC. Oh yeah, I mean that, that was like that was like Afrojack, oh. Dada Life. Oh, fucking, I've seen Avicii. The fucking OGs. Uh, Armin, Holy shit! Like Steve Aoki. <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the EDC trailer. No. You are? Yeah. Really? No. The Vegas one. For the second Vegas EDC. Wow. Okay. Second I was like a, a fucking like, I did, I used to, do, we used to do it annually. Do you feel like EDC started it all then? Because I think so. I think in a, in a sense, and it sounds very, very tacky or what would you call? Cliche, yeah. Yeah, it sounds very like, you know, like, but it really did. It really like. In what sense? In what it, sense? Because I have never, you've never seen a DJ before in your life, and then all of a sudden you go and fucking see this thing. You're like, oh my oh, yeah, god, that's what true. is no. this thing? That's true. But you know, there's certain people like you know, like we, I didn't grow up with all that kind of stuff being around me. You know, like I. That's why I'm always like intrigued by like California lifestyle too, mm. and like. So what'd you do after so, that? I mean, you saw these DJs, Shark Club, EDC. And then what? Right. So then after that, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna download that program, you know? And I'm going to start DJing. Because oh, I used to have parties wow. at my house because I would have a lot of the, the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then people would come to my house and we'd do our thing. And, yeah. And, um, yeah. So then uh, I ended up meeting a lot of people that way and great people. They're like, you know what I mean? Um, and so instead of just playing music now, I'm, I'm like literally on my computer. I didn't have a controller I, and I'd be using virtual DJ to like mix and like, you know, it'd be really fun this for me. This back in Hilo. Yeah, back in Hilo. In my room. Mm. Yeah, in my room at City Lights. So would you yeah. say drugs got you into this? <laughs> <laughs> I would say I would say that my lifestyle got me into uh, this. Ah, okay. You know, because mm. it's a part of me in a sense of like, you know, it's my experience. And so like, how'd you decide to move though? Well, like I, I, yeah, I used to do like the, um, the computer stuff, DJing, and then I was like, you know, my dad's like, hey, what do you want for your birthday? You know, I'm like, I just wanna, I wanna, oh. I just wanna, I want like a controller. You know, I want, I want this. What NS, was it? Hold I think on, it was like an NS six or NS seven, the one that has like a turntable platter on the top, <laughs> and it was like wow. a really small, like yeah. Anyway, uh, a new mark. Yeah, it ended up getting me that, and I was like DJing consistently, and then I was like, you know what? I feel like I finally found something that I'm like passionate about because like, oh, I, wow. I had nothing that I like how old were you how old were you it's probably like 18 at the time blessed 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 18 19 something like that yeah because I used to always have friends dude like in music industry like a lot of bands like Paul Batad like some people that dude I used to go on MySpace for that guy and like and and message Usher just for fun and wow. I used to be like this I used to be like dude I have a friend named Paul he's like one of the best drummers I've ever met and you should you should have him be your drummer because he's amazing. Like, and I would like message these people about my friends because I was just so, I'd look up to these guys like, yeah, because it's just so amazing what they do. And I used to always wish that I could do, I, I wish that I could do something, but instead I was like, I was just a guy that was rolling up joints in the back of the band, <laughs> of band practice, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like I'd go to their band practices, like you could ask Paul and like, and I would just like chill in the background, you know, in their studio or whatever as like a kid. You know, they're all older than me, but, like, I would just be there, and I just used to, like, roll up shit and, like, hang out while they're doing their practice, just admiring what they do. And I used to always want to be, like, a part of that. Mm. But I didn't know... I didn't know if that was for me at all, either. Like, it wasn't like I, I knew I had something to do with this or anything. Mm. It was just, like, so I, I didn't found, know what, I, what was happening. And then DJing came in, and that's... Yeah, and then I found, like, mm -hmm. that. And then, like, I was like, damn, am I... Is this... Damn, I'm actually like I, I think I can do this. Yeah. Like I, I mm. like I know I can do this. Yeah. You know, it wasn't even I think. I was like, I know. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. I'm gonna go to college for this. I I, I there's a school that oh, can that I can didn't know you went to college for that. Yeah, the, there's a there's a place that I can learn about the culture, you know, I can learn about like how to do this. I can 
You know, like if I'm passionate about it, why can't I do this? It wasn't really like a major, so it's a trade school. So oh, I essentially okay. just like kept like, I just was so passionate about it that I ended up like looking it online and I was like, oh, um, you know, where can I go to school for this? And I ended up looking it up and there was this place called Scratch Academy in LA. And I was like, oh, okay, oh. well, shit. Like it's. So you knew you were going to Cali. Well, the reason being though is because of that school. Yeah. Because you, you weren't like. Is there any DJ well, schools reasons, in Hilo, yeah, right? Exactly, no, but there's two yeah. reasons why, actually, because oh. Travis was there, too. Oh, okay. So my, one of my good friends was up there. And, like, after that whole trip, I was like, dude, he's like, you should just move here, bro. And mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, I should. But I had so much things going on back home. Like, I had a girl that I've been with mm-hmm. for, like, years. Oh, like, shit. I had all my friends, my family. Oh, like, it yeah. was like, it was like, how am I just going to, like, leave that, you know? Yeah, uprooting um, your whole life. Pretty much, essentially. Yeah. You know, now that you found it, like, what made you, you're like, oh, shit, it's in L.A.? Oh, yeah. So then I just told my dad, I was like, yo, like, hey, I'm like super passionate about this thing, like this DJing stuff. And he mm-hmm. noticed that I was like consistently like DJing because I would throw parties at my house still. And like, it's not like it's hidden from my dad, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. know, or my mom at the time. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so I was like, I just kind of I think I, I, w- I would love to go to school for this. And I think I want to like move out and go to go to this trade school for this. Ooh, and then wow. um, he's like, "Yeah, I think that's a great idea. You should go. You know what I mean? Because like, whoa, he was supportive. Yeah, because he wants me to get the fuck out of there. Like, <laughs> yeah, all, that's what I was thinking. Because all I'm doing, I li- I'm lit- I promise you, like, dude, it was so bad. Like, I would just, I'd be at home all day, like smoking my brains out, and then like having whoever's like off from work, like, mm. and they're like, I had a lot of older friends growing up, you know, mm. and like they all had." jobs and stuff or if not jobs like you know they made their way but like you know and like um yeah they would just come over you know and like smoke and we'd like work out in my garage and like Mm. we'd go to the beach go surf like but that was like my day-to-day and like and just get really Mm. fucked up every day like fucked up every day like i couldn't i could there's no way that i could be like in that level i think now at my Mm. life like there's just no way like how long was that going on for and how old were you uh, I mean, cause I was doing that when I was, I think it was probably from like my parents' divorce time is when I started just doing degenerate shit. You, you mentioned your parents' divorce. Do you mm-hmm. feel like that really sped things up for you as far as the, the degenerate stuff? Sped I think so. Up? Yeah. I mean, maybe add to the fuel to the fire, you know what I mean? Because, uh. It's like a coping mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause speaking on like just my own experience, you know, when my parents were going through that divorce shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when I started drinking, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I started right. drinking at 16 when my uh, mom and dad were going through the divorce. And I was like, I'm the oldest child, so they constantly had me pitting mm-hmm. myself against each other, basically. Yeah. You know? like, so for the only way out for me was, let's go party, let's get out of the house. Yeah. You know I mean, let's just get drunk. I thought you whatever. meant, like, speed up, like, as if, like, expedite the process of... I mean, I feel like maybe it wouldn't have even been there, but definitely I feel like oh, you would have to cope more due to the fact that your parents were getting divorced. Because yeah. for me, like, I I drank, well, at first just because I was curious, but second, it was it was a reason for me to get out of the house. It was a reason for me to get away from things that was other than them yelling or breaking furniture. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, 
It was a coping mechanism for me. Mm-hmm. But it's like know. unconscious coping mechanism. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. didn't know. Because it wasn't yeah. like, oh yeah, let's go do some fucked up shit yeah, because yeah, yeah. I need to get this off yeah, my mind. Yeah, it yeah. was like, it was like. Imagine if you were that conscious. You'd be a smart ass yeah. kid, bro. Like, you'd, well, you'd either be a smart ass kid or a dumb fucking kid because no, then you're like uh, doing purpose, you're purposely doing dumb shit. Well, like, that's why. I, that's dumb. But like, yeah. it was more. Would, like, you rather, would you rather not know? Yeah. Do dumb shit without knowing. I would rather not know that I'm that I'm doing dumb shit because That's then I at question. least like know that like dude, your morals are something. You know what I mean? Like you being well, a good person is something. Well, if you are just doing bad shit, then that means that you're just a bad person. I don't think mm. it's so much you're a bad person because like me drinking is not a good thing, right? I don't necessarily consider myself a bad person doing it. I am consciously. But that doing just it. drinking isn't a. <laughs> wow! Thanks for the cheers, bro. Jesus. Sorry, I was just you know. I'm just trying to prove a point. Yeah, I was trying to prove a point. No, no, you no. You are a bad person. The only reason... <laughs> Dude, there was, this, there was this one time. I can bring it up on my phone. It's still on my Facebook. But I, uh, I thought my parents were going to go, uh, go away, okay? to go away? Uh, on a vacation. Mm. Okay, I, I believe like forever it... forever vacation? Yeah. No, no, like to oh. Konosite or something. Okay, like the other okay. side of the island, I think it was. Or the mainland, I forget. But anyway... Um, they were going on vacation, right? I believe it was Kwanaside, mm-hmm. which is the other side of the island. And um, I was like, oh, well, they're going on the other side of the island for my birthday. I should throw them a party. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, boys, we're going to throw them a party for my birthday. I'm going to make them flyer. <laughs> I'm going to post it all over MySpace and stuff. Sounds and like Project X. <laughs> yeah. And Facebook. Hilo stuff. Hilo stuff. I swear to God. I was like, I'm going to post it all over everywhere. And we were going to just throw a party. Wow. That flyer, I made it say, like, uh, City Lights, birthday party, you know, wow. uh, B-Y-O-B-B-B. Uh-huh. And then it said, bring your own beers, Ooh. buds, and bitches. Oh, I, knew I, knew I knew it. I knew it. Dude, so this flyer, <laughs> I'm, this is so, ta- so tacky and shitty. But, um, you know, you're a kid and you just are doing Ain't whatever is funny. nothing during the MySpace days was anything but tacky. <laughs> right, right. To be honest. True, bro. true, true. But anyway, yeah, so that flyer, little did I know, ended up going to the college, mm. getting posted on a bulletin board on the college. Like, it ended up being like a big thing. I was there. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Even if you were like, I would, I would not doubt right? it. Anyway, so then that day that it was supposed to happen, my my dad goes, "Hey, um, actually, you know what? We're not going." <gasps> oh what? holy shit! Hold on, hold on, hold on. How did he get tipped off? Did he get I, did, t- I don't know if he got tipped off, but the point oh, being is that he just, just coincidence. Yeah. yeah, he just said. Oh, he just said, shit. "Hey, I don't think we're gonna go anymore." <laughs> and I said, "What?" And I'm like, "Good butterflies, right?" I'm like, "Well." Butterflies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fuck you? Kind of nervous. I'd be like, "Holy fuck, my life is in shambles. What am I gonna fucking do?" Well, and you're here just having butterflies. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know what the capacity of what's going on either. You don't know how time. many butterflies. Yeah, no, I, I didn't know. You that. talking about pain tolerance? Well, dude, like you this put a flyer. Got, you put this a flyer. Got high tolerance, bro. You know how much we promote events and like who the fuck knows who's gonna show up? Not all the time. There's a bunch of people, but sometimes there is, right? You yeah. don't know who's gonna show up. Anyway, so yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna." F- uh, pretty much I'm staying, right? And then I'm like, yeah. all right, well, I got to tell you something. Oh, so you told him? Yeah. I'm like, I'm having a party. Oh, and that's like, what's Daddy, up. I'm having a rager. Dad, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm, well, I'm that's kinda, just letting you know, like, honestly, like, I'm, I'm having a party here. So I'm letting you know. And he's like, he's like, you're, what do you mean you're letting me know? Probably, <laughs> you know? 
Like, this is my fucking house. Yeah, that's a response right there. That, what do you mean? manager. You I was a terrible <laughs> captain. I'm honestly, I'm honestly, God, I feel, this is why, like, I'm it's so important to me to, like, come back to my roots and to yeah. spend time with my family because I feel like they got the worst side of me and I want them to So I what, what, what happened? Oh. After that. Did the party happen? Um, so, yeah, I'll tell you. So, <laughs> yeah. So, it, essentially, you. my dad's like, Oh, okay, okay. I see how many people are gonna come. I'm like, I don't know. What? I don't, he's like, what do you mean? I don't know. I'm like, I don't know how many people are gonna come. I don't know. It's true. I threw a fucking flyer out. He saw the flyer, whatever. And I'm like, he's like, okay, fine, right? And he fine. was like, what does BBBB stand for? <laughs> right. I think I only have two of the B's <laughs> out of the three B's. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I ended up, uh, we ended up throwing the party, ended up starting to be normal, right? Like, like not a, no- a full blown rager? Right. Well, I don't know wow. what normal right. is. Not- wait, wait, wait. What's normal? Because in the big island, it might be like <laughs> different, you know? Okay. Well, t- put it this way. Um, so I used to live at this place called City Lights. There's like a four-way stop that people used to go and sit at because it, you, they, you could see all of Hilo. Okay. It was a beautiful place. <clears throat> wow. Um, that sounds so yeah, fun. So, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I used to live right, right down the street from that. And then um, essentially, there was like so many people at the end of the day. That it went from my house all the way up the street, all the way down the main road, all the way down like the other main road that to go to my house. So there was like what hundreds the and fuck? there was hundreds of people at my house. Chill is very different. So, here, so 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 my dad right is freaking the fuck out because he's also a lawyer. <laughs> okay. So legally, he knows what he can get. He's like, he's like, Kian, all these fucking people are at my house. If somebody gets into an accident and they, the cop asks them, where did they come from? And they say, Bob Crudell's house. I'm fucked. Right? So then. Hilo's, Hilo's the rainiest town in the United States. So it's, it's raining, okay? It's raining. This guy's in a fucking poncho. He goes up to the four-way stop. And you know what he's doing? He's collecting everybody's keys. Putting it in a folder, writing their names on their keys. Whoa! You can, you can, park your car. Give me your keys. I'm gonna write your name down. Him and my mom. I'm gonna write your name down. What the fuck? Put it in this folder. When you're done with the party, you can come back, get your keys from me, and you can go home. Wow, Bob Crudell, y'all, dude. Wow. And there was literally, I promise to God, there was like hundreds and hundreds of people. I'll tell you too, this was the first time that I rolled in my life. 16. Yeah. At your birthday. At your birthday. At my birthday. Oh, that's tight. His dad's parking cars in a poncho. He's doing a fucking little Mickey Mouse hands. No, no, there was was nothing like that. (laughs) You know, we didn't know about about rave. We didn't know about rave culture over there. Like we just know about, I feel like we knew about just drugs in general but and how oh, to have how to oh, have so rolling have was different out in hawaii it was it, we didn't have it like, wasn't like the fucking at that like, time we didn't have raves but after rave culture became so big universally mm-hmm. i think through the united states then of course we picked up on it and there's now oh. there is now and even before like i left there was like you know underground raves that would happen in like the boonies you know like just in like random farmlands yeah oh, but wow. before that there was nothing you know yeah. but there was a there was the drugs there for sure yeah. you that's know so crazy I mean? because i feel like the rave culture was what tipped off the pills mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. so the fact that you didn't have that and you guys are still doing it is crazy like <laughs> motherfuckers be doing like glow sticks and like fucking gloving shit like that like Back then, and that's how they got into the pills because yeah. because of the culture. 
But you guys yeah. haven't you already had the pills. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so what would you guys do? Like just chill and talk you to each other? You just do that and like get fucked H- up house and listen roll, to the music. Right? House roll, right? House roll? Essentially, but like yeah. it was more of like it's a rager, right? This is fucking a lot of people. Like, dude, I didn't have oh, a wow. QSC speaker at this party. What'd yeah. you have? Um, I had I had Paul come and play some music on his fucking guitar and shit. That's so. I thought you were gonna say ukulele, but anyways, that's so crazy. <laughs> no, but then he also brought his friends. You know what I mean? And they ended up playing music too. But like people Yo. just came and showed up it's and played. It's like the Islander version of fucking raves, dude. During that time, in that's, a sense, that's, yeah, that's pretty it was really cool. Wild. Yeah, really Russia cool. had those underground. And yeah, then, <laughs> it was really dumb. Man. Hilo had Hilo. kids. <laughs> It was really <laughs> dope, man. But like that was also like a, a pivoting point for me, I feel like, too, because I was always feeling like, um, like I don't know, like just different, you know? And I felt like um, I was always trying to feel accepted at that time. Mm. And so like that was like that one, Makes like sense. a pivoting moment for me to feel accepted. Yeah. Like into like... Um, Make your name kind of thing. Not like just that, but like even with my group of friends that I've had, because like I would look up to them so hard, you know? And then like... When you're always just like looking up to somebody, I feel like there's a point where like you at least should feel like accepted. I don't know. Like I feel like that's a thing. Like does that make sense? Like you, yeah, you're like you, at the the bottom part of your group, basically. Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. But um, everyone's super nice, you know, and everything, and like it's not like a bad thing. It's not like they're trying to do that. It's yeah. just how you feel. Yeah, it's just like how you felt. Yeah, you know, and like um, yeah. So anyway, it just if it was like uh, damn, like everyone. No, enjoyed what I did for them and it was just nice to give back I'm happy that I gave you like you guys a good time like it was mm-hmm. nice to be a host and to show everybody that like hey like you know was like, that I'm, of- like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a nice guy like hey yeah, fucking yeah. dude like I would love to hang out with you again like yeah. you know what I mean like and this is not this is not being fake this is being real yeah. you know yeah. that, like I feel like a lot of people you know they're just do you feel like that's like a because you threw such a chill party in Hilo. Yeah. That's the reason why you have this confidence to do what you do. Because you're like, if I could do that, if I could give back, if I could be the guy that everyone's coming here for, that this shit never really happens for anyone's birthday party. Mm. Maybe I could go and learn how to DJ. Maybe I could go and learn to be producer. I think it's, I think it's like an addition, like that's part, but I think mm. like, you know, it's just the milestones through growing up in life. You gain more confidence, you know. Yeah. Like that was one part, one stepping stone. You know, maybe, maybe getting into your first, you know, your first fight is another stepping stone. You know, you show Ooh, yourself. Actually, or, I kind of want to talk about like that. You, so you mentioned scrapping. Well, I just right. like I was saying about like what gives you confidence throughout life. I feel like that's part of, scrapping. like you know, these no like moments in life. Like that's one of them. I think like going up to a girl for your first time and like saying hi, like those butterflies. Oh. You know, I think like that's a moment that gives you confidence through going up. So uh-huh. I don't think like really? just the that just shit, I got rejected. That shit <laughs> no, tore but that, my life up. But that you got my, rejected. But my like, confidence is in shambles after. The- <laughs> not even. I bet you like you feel more comfortable. You after you've done it like the one time, you feel like you can do it again. Like uh. just. Yeah, but we I don't like look like you. Motherfucker, <laughs> very true. No, that's not, also very true. That's not true. All right, this, it this, is true. You, this you guys are you guys are right. fucking. All right. No, all right, this, this motherfucker, right? Men. Beautiful men. Right. I remember one that night. Sounds we were, weird to say. No. Yo, we were out here, and we were talking, and we were talking about like, what is your like icebreaker for <laughs> this is what social media shit? Right? This is what I was gonna bring. <laughs> And then it was between Charlie. Yeah. Charlie's a good-looking dude. He's mm-hmm. just... You know, he is. 
abstract, I guess. I don't know. Charlie, don't know. Uh, Charlie Nguyen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fashionable, fashionable. Fashion yeah. Charlie, you know? My advisor at Cal State Long Beach. Yep, yep. <laughs> hey, shots to Charlie, though. Oh, my God. And then Keen, they were both talking about it. And I was like, yo, what is your icebreaker for (laughs) social media or, you know, dating apps, right? And then Charlie's like, oh, uh, I always say something like. Wait, do you remember this? I do. (laughs) Charlie's like, I kind of always have to go over the top for them to to get their attention. And Charlie's like, "Uh, I say, your drip is immaculate. (laughs) Yeah. That, wow, you remembered so I do, I do. I forgot I do, that. I do. And then Keen's like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> that's not what I said. He's you like, did. that's this not what I said. That's not what I said. He's like, I just say, hey. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, bro, that only works with you, bro. Yeah. Like, us, not- us normies, us regular <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Well, we gotta say some crazy out of pocket shit to get there. I don't think so. I don't think anybody should have to say anything crazy out of pocket. I think that if you just be genuine and you want to fucking say hi Hashtag to somebody, bless. no, if you yeah. want, if you want to say hi to somebody, you should be able to say hi. Yeah, and this then mo- this oh. motherfucker is pretty privileged right yeah. now, bro. Like, bro no, this isn't that. Swear, this, is, this isn't about swear. that. This is about just being true to yourself too. Because do you want a girl like for your future person to be like? That girl that I got up, that I that I spent the rest of my life with, to pick up as, uh, oh, your drip is immaculate. Or do you? Would you rather have like that girl to be like, I I I, wa- I told this girl hi, and like I told mm-hmm. her that she was really cute, and I also mm-hmm. like, and she liked that, and she said that I was cute. Like you see what I'm saying? Like, I do. Would, I do. Yeah. See, I, I would love that, but now, instead <laughs> I say hi, and they're like, oh, creep. Like very different outcomes. I'm just saying. You're right. You're so. right. I agree. It takes it takes a lot of courage for a guy to go up to somebody yeah. and like someone that they think is attractive, you know, no matter what you're into, like to yeah. say hi. Yeah. Because, especially because like that intimidation factor is already is already there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just it's just there. No matter what you want to. Yeah. No, no matter what, like it's just there. For a I lot feel of like men. it's just harder for uglier dudes. <laughs> no, but I also think you know what I mean. You know what's funny? I'll tell you what's funny. I'm just I'll t- saying. I'll tell you what's funny. What's funny? Is that I'm women? Ugly? You know what? <laughs> My face. No, I just had a, I had a. No. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I had a conversation with one of our, my uh, like uh, friends. That's a girl, uh-huh. and um, I remember I don't remember exactly who it was actually, but um, she was like, "Oh, should I should I DM the guy?" You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, you should." If yeah. you if you feel like you are into this person, you know yeah. what I mean, and you want to say hi to him, mm. hey, why why can't why can't you say hi? What? And that so <laughs> what I'm saying what I'm saying is is it goes both ways. It's not a, it's not, there's not a double standard to this. Yeah. When a woman, I feel like, feels like they want to say hi to somebody, they do feel that same pressure too. Mm. But I also just think it's harder for men because, um, mm. because. That's why they made Bumble. They had to make a whole app. Yeah, but you still have to say hi. The initial point is no, like the, messaging. It's no, saying something. Yeah. Well, with yeah. Bumble, they, the woman has to message first if. If they match. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, oh, they do? Oh, my God. Because I get matched everywhere. <laughs> I don't he's, know about he's Bumble. He's like, actually, on Bumble, they say hi me first. That's not what I said. Every every said. app is Bumble to Kian. That's not what I said. He's like, wait, Tinder's not like that, too? Kian. With this Bumble. guy's charm and shit, dude? Talking shit, dude? Can I? I can't express charm through hey. Yeah. <laughs> no, Kian, there's apps where... The um, the uh, women have to message first, regardless of the match, right? right? If you match, they have to message first. Okay. 
because of this, this, because of the disparity of how much men have to approach first. Mm-hmm. See, and that's that's like that's cool. I think that's a, that's a cool thing. <laughs> it is. That it is, is kind of cool is. for for but us. <laughs> for us, ugly ass. What do you mean for me too? You think it's easy? We didn't even know Bumble existed. Dude, you didn't know that guys had to approach. When I talked to my girl, you think it was easy to be like going there with my friends and be like, and be like, oh yeah, I'm just going to walk into this bar and be That's like. you. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because if you were to ask any of my friends and ask them how, what I was talking about before that, right. like it was just so much nerves. So you're saying even <clears throat> if you're good looking, you still got nerves. That's all you're saying, right? I think but good looking is also- But then you also are saying that you go walk up into this bar and be like, hey, and they're like, oh yeah. What's your number? What's your name? No, like, I all think- All I learned was handsome people have nerves too. Yeah, that's, that's all I got from that shit, bro. Yes, not- yeah, you're human. No, this is not. <laughs> this is not <laughs> This isn't fair. Yeah, for us. <laughs> no. What the fuck? For the, for me. It's two against one. No, but anyway, to the point of your homegirl asking about like, oh, um, what should I say? How should I approach the yeah. homie? Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was back in... No, this is here. Oh, nice. This is like yeah. recently. This was like earlier this week or something. Yeah. Yeah, because she was like, I think she was talking about like she saw this guy at the gym and... Oh. And like uh, like her, her ex goes to the same gym or some shit like that. Ooh, that's tough. Right. But the ex said, don't, I don't want you talking to that guy or whatever. But then I was like. Well, don't fucking matter what no, you yeah, say. Yeah, well, yeah, well, like it's yeah, your ex, yeah. right? I was like telling you, I was like, dude, if, if you're attracted to this guy, you yeah. should just say hi. Fuck it. Why? They're not like, together. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't yeah. you, why are you letting this guy control your life when you, Yeesh. you nah, know what nah, I mean? Facts. Facts. Nah. Facts. That just doesn't. That's, so that's did she, weird. Did she? I, I don't know. I'm just looking uh, out for, you know what I mean? Yeah. So did she talk to the guy or not? I don't. I don't know. I don't oh, know. really? I would really highly encourage all you women out there mm. to speak to your questions, whether it's female or male, obviously. But guys, yeah, definitely go talk to them, tell them how you feel, because it would be nice to have women approach guys. No, this is what I'll say. I think more, more importantly, if you didn't, are you are you are you willing to live with the regret of like? Man, I think maybe that person would have been my person. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I think that it's super important to at least try. Yeah. Because, like, dude, if you don't try, you will never know what the fuck is going to happen. Yeah, I feel and targeted how, right now. No, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, to be honest, because that's how I approach my life. I feel like, you know, my decision to move, you know what I mean? Everything that comes with that is, like, because I feel like if I don't, like, dude, this is such a great thing. Why would I not try? Yeah. Why? Why? why oh, because because it's so hard. Oh, because because people think that this is out of the norm. Mm. Oh, because mm. there's judgment involved. There's like all these things involved. But you know what? It feels right to me. So yeah. why can't I do this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I, like I think that. that people need to take Bars. more chances like that. Yeah. If something feels right to you, just go ahead and try. Yeah. If, if it, what's the worst thing she's she's gonna do? Say no. Mm-hmm. You know? Or mm-hmm. what is he gonna do? Say no. Mm-hmm. Or what is? Or she might throw a drink. In your face oh okay fine <laughs> he's like upping the scale of yeah no no back. because because a lot of things could happen yeah a lot of things could happen like yeah. random things that could happen yeah but um you know what i mean at least you at least you tried yeah you yeah, know yeah. and and now you now you know the outcome you know because now you know she's a bitch if she threw something in your face yeah you know what i mean oh i didn't want to talk to her anyway then yeah oh i talked to her and i said hi but you know she had a boyfriend oh i don't want to talk to a girl that has a boyfriend obviously you know what i mean mm-hmm. or you know, but at least I, mm-hmm. I, I said hi. I wanted. Uh, I told her 
something or yeah. I told him something. And wow, that's a different mindset for sure. I'm I'm always like the opposite. Well, it's like for you too. You know what I mean? You're gonna take a you're gonna take a job opportunity and like or say so say I don't know like fucking Sony was like, hey, can you? You know, do a podcast for me, but I, I can't pay you right now. Mm. I want to see like how you're gonna do. Are you just gonna be like? Are you just gonna be like? Oh, well, you know what? I think that I'm I'm worth I'm worth the money, so you should pay me. Mm. If you don't pay me, I'm not gonna take it. Or are you gonna be like? You know what? This is like an opportunity for me. I should just take the jump and just try it once. Yeah, yeah. See, let's try, I, I agree with you let's on try it all once. those points because like I, I'm like that too when it comes to those kind of opportunities. As far as like throwing mm. females, completely fucking different. It's weird when I go into like these other opportunities like a job or like a gig offer or some shit like that for me i'm like all right let me make the most of this let me get the most of this because they believe i'm the suitable candidate for it. right but right, for right. women i'm always like damn i know my toxic traits i know mm. how bad i could be i'm like mm. i don't want to put you through what, what i'm going through right oh, now oh wow yeah. right right right. it's right. interesting yeah that means that you're just not ready ready for a relationship but i also Ooh. think that you know because you're not ready for another person right and that's okay. Talk to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys think, man, it's just two versus one I now. I didn't think nothing. I'm hey. an observer. <laughs> Dude, like for me too, I didn't expect to fucking fall in love and like mm. do, feel like these type of feelings, you know? Yeah. But then, you know what? It happened. And that's, but I'm happy that I took that chance. Well, yeah. drop knowledge. Drop knowledge. Yeah, tell, on, me, uh, tell me how you became from hoe to house husband. <laughs> hoe to hero. Yeah. I always just, I always, if I'm attracted to somebody or something, mm-hmm. something, somebody, mm-hmm. like I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to do something about it. Well, why were you saying like, you feel like that it's, you know, it doesn't apply to you. Is that what you were saying? No, not so much that it doesn't, like, apply to me. I'm just not in that, like, space personally, you know? Like, like mm. I think, you know, maybe just me reading too much, but but I consider how I play into their lives just as much as how they play into my life. Mm-hmm. So if I feel like I'm, in not, I'm not in a good spot, I'm not going to get anyone, like, Entangled in that, you know right. what I mean? But that's fine if you're not in a good spot because you think that I'm in a, like I'm in no spot to have. Well, that's that's what, what I'm saying. It's like it's like what like how you are. You're like, and right to each his own. It's, to each it's okay. his own. Yeah, to you each know, his own. That's why that's just for you. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. me, I'm like I don't want to do that because I can't yeah. make the most for you. Right. So I'm just gonna stay out of it. Right. To you each his I mean? own. To each his yeah. own. Yeah. yeah like yeah, I, yeah. I just don't. Like, I'm not like, oh, yeah, if I'm going to attract someone, I'm just going to shoot my shot. Like, no, mm. if I'm attracted to you, I don't think about how I might fuck up your life if I am a part of it, you know? <laughs> right, yeah, but sometimes, but different. you wouldn't even know. What if that yeah. girl, though, was like, I don't care how, I don't care how fucked up your life is because my life is fucked up, too. But, hey, mm. you know what? We can go through this life together. Mm. We can, we can, we can figure this thing out together. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you make... If you work at McDonald's right now because I, you know what mm-hmm. I do? I, don't, I actually don't even have a job. But, you know what? Mm-hmm. I think like, I think that this is cool. What we have yeah. and what we have is like better than, like I don't need a job if yeah, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah. Like I don't. I like I. I would live in a car with you. Yeah, I, I would yeah. like. I That's would that just, ride or die. That's that yeah, ride yeah, or die. Right, right, right. But right. Uh, you know, of course, as you know, probably Peter's beliefs are like. No kids, no marriage. You know. Yeah. Also, yeah, that, it's a huge. That, it's a huge deal breaker. You literally downsize like yeah. the amount of people. Out there, that's yeah. like, and then you got the whole idea that I gotta find the person attractive, right? So that yeah. like diminishes like 
exponentially, right? Yeah. yeah. And then also the idea that you have to understand you're going to be secondary to what I pursue. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be something a lot of people don't want to deal with. Do you say that though because like you haven't had like something that was more primary? Because I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like once you finally find somebody or some put it this way. So you're so passionate about your passions, but like what if your passion ended up being like a person, you know? Ooh. It can, but it'll never be my primary though. Yeah, you're saying that, but like you haven't you just haven't mm. met that yet. I don't know. I've had I've had a decent amount of experience to be honest, you know what I mean? And you, I Yeah, but maybe you haven't. You've had an a decent amount of experience for every compared to everybody else, maybe. But maybe your experience needs to just travel more. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like your width is, mm-hmm. it's larger than mine's. Mine's mm-hmm. might be like this, and you need you need this much, and I just mm-hmm. only needed this. Wow, like, I've actually never heard that kind of uh, analogy before mm-hmm. for how love kind of would work. I guess that's so, very I interesting. Know. Yeah, because yeah. like, we all know Pete's bit. His first one was ten years. Right, and then the second like was that. multiple years as well. That kind of accredits someone to having experience in long-term relationships. Yeah, uh, but if you do look at it in terms of the timeline, it wasn't his developmental and transformative years. So we don't know because right. Peter, in his age now, knows infinitely more than his younger years. Yeah, right? he's still because, very young, by the way. But yeah, yeah, he, right. no, legit. Actually, yeah, I agree because thirties is new twenties. Exactly. <laughs> but you're damn. Actually, that I never really thought about that too. About the capacity of how much people can experience or need to experience in terms of what love is, and, mm. and love is very different for everybody. Right? That's why I was saying, yeah. it's like, dude, everybody's different. You know, you can't compare <clears throat> somebody's life to yours. You know. Well, that's mm. why I, I don't use your life as a rubric. Right, you know what I mean? Like for for me, it's like off of my own experiences, mm-hmm. and what I'm saying in general, from what I've understood about people, mm-hmm. right, as human beings, is that they like to be prioritized. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And already mm-hmm. the fact that I don't want to get married, don't want to have kids, that mm-hmm. you know, has like my chances, right? Mm-hmm. And I gotta be attracted to them. That has my other chances, but also you gotta fit within my lifestyle, meaning that. Like you gotta be okay with not being prioritized. I don't think like being prioritized is even like a thing in a relationship. You don't think so? I think it's more of like a natural thing. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like it is prioritized, but it's like naturally prioritized. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It's not like I'm thinking like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. It's more like, mm. oh, I, f- I feel like I should like put it this way. Ever since I met my girl, I've always been like, hey, if I feel like I want to call you, I'm gonna call you. I don't care if I called you, like, I talked to you, like, five minutes ago. If I feel like I'm going to call you, I'm going to call you. Mm, really? Like, if I, if, if I feel like, I don't know, I want to tell you I love you. Yeah. I'm going to tell you I love you. Yeah. And if I feel like I want to give you a gift, I want to just show my, I want to send you a letter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just show, fuck it, I, I want to send you a letter. Mm. You know, by all means, I feel like, yeah, um, I'm going to have to plan out sending the letter. Mm. You know, like, I'm going to have to go buy the letter. I'm going <clears> to... <throat> Write in the card, do these yeah. things, but it's not like it's not like I'm prioritizing it. Yeah, yeah. It's not a job. This it's actually, more of like what really? I just wanted to do yeah, because yeah. I just I just want to do it. Right. Huh. It's that yeah. sounds like what actually hmm. Peter talked about in a uh, a previous episode of how it's uh, romance mm. <laughs> and how romance can be inconvenient. 
Did you hear that one? No, but I can see yeah. how romance can be inconvenient. Oh. Because it, it is inconvenient at times. <laughs> One for Peter. Dude. <laughs> there you go. It is. There you go. Proof. It is. No, be, it is. Let it him, is. Let him, let him it switch. Is. But yeah. I think, I think like, cook. would you rather, again, it comes to like, I'd rather try and do mm. something that I like thought was right and like in my heart and mm. I fucking felt like, hey, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to write this letter, but you know, I might be a little bit late for work. Mm. But I need to send it out that today in, or, in order for it to like, get cute. there. It's pretty cute. You yeah. know, I'll fucking, I'll go and send that letter and I'll be a little bit late for work because, yeah. I mean, dude, like, yeah. this is more important to me right now. Yeah. And that's okay. It could be inconvenient. Yeah. You know? But he, uh, you were saying uh, prioritization. That's a yeah. little different. Uh, yeah. I think we're, we're talking about a little different things, right? So mm-hmm. what I mean is that, like, my person can never be my number one priority. And the reason why is because I have a bunch of other priorities, right? Mm-hmm. So, therefore, the weight of it is higher than one person. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I've said this a couple of times in my relationships, and it sounds, like, very cynical almost. But, like, if there was all my friends and my significant other, and there's a train track, and the train could go <laughs> oh, only God. two ways, and I had to pick. <laughs> yeah. My significant other is dying. Yeah. Just being honest, right? Just the way I see things, like, there's no way that they're going to outweigh everything that I have. And to me, it's like, it has to be a person that fits in that same group. Mm. You know what I mean? That that allows that. you mean, so you're saying if you had a significant other who can be on that same track. Yeah, same track. And you have not met that. That I don't have to differentiate between the two, you know? But a lot of it is differentiating between the two. It's like, oh, are you spending time with your friends or are you spending time with me? Right. You know, you spend time with your family, mm. you spend time with me, right? So you got to understand where this person's willing to be like, yeah, I'll come secondary or I will be with your friends and your family, right? And mm. that's okay with me. But a lot of relationships is like, no, me over them. Well, I think that you're right, though. I think that, I think that you should be able to do what you think is important to you. Yeah. But I also think that, like, as I was saying, is like I think somebody special is going to come into your life, and when you least expect it, and it's going to be somebody that actually caters to the fact that. To be fair, oh, oh, my, my, my man, fucking, his priorities are his, you know, his passions, and I love that. I love that he loves his passions. I love that he makes that first. Mm. There's going to be a girl that's going to be like that for you. Mm. And I don't think that that should stop you from like dating mm. or like that doesn't mean that every girl's going to be the same, you oh, know? Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think that every person is different, you know? And that's why I was saying like, <clears throat> like we have a lot of friends, dude, that like, dude, they put themselves like on a pedestal and they don't want to even fucking date anybody because they think oh, that wow. like every woman's just like, oh, tax a bit gone. Well, <laughs> you know, they just don't, they just think like, oh, fuck, I'm, you know, I don't know, like they, I don't know. It's something about like women, like they just they're just like against it. Mm. But at the same time, they they want to date somebody and they want somebody, but they think that they can't get somebody that likes their shit. But it's like, how are you gonna know unless cash unless, unless you fucking try and like keep keep trying? That mm. you have to at least keep trying yeah. to find and meet these different people yeah. in order to meet the one that you like. You can't just fucking expect to meet somebody just because like. Oh, once I get all my shit together, I'm going to finally find somebody. Mm. Maybe. 
I'm not yeah. saying that that's wrong either. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, why not when you're single, when you're, you're passionate about all these things that you are passionate about and doing, you know, fucking just keep, keep meeting people. Fuck it. Who knows? A girl might be the same thing as you being passionate about her shit. And she's like, I don't need no man. Yeah. And then you guys relate on that level. And then you're like, damn, <laughs> you know what? Fuck now. I can't do anything without you. I, yeah. But you don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I think maybe you're getting it kind of wrong. I'm not saying I'm fucking allergic to pussy. I'm just saying <laughs> that, like, right now, I've not found a person that fits that criteria. Right, but have, you, it's been, a very but have you been strict. putting yourself out there? Hmm. Why are you putting myself out there? Like, what, have you what, been putting yourself out there? Do you, like, go to, on an app? What? No, anything. Or have you been just, like, celibate and not doing anything with anybody? I mean, I've been celibate, yeah. Okay, well, then you're not putting yourself out there. So I got to be a hoe. Is that what you're trying to say? No, what I'm saying is, like, you should be at least be able to go up to women and talk to them and fucking, like, any person that you feel, like, is, like... But even if I feel like I'm wrong for them, I feel like I'm attracted to you. Like, oh, damn, she's fucking fine, right? Yeah, then go up to her and say hi. I'm like, I'd probably be bad for your life, though. Mm. Well, you're already there. That's what oh. I'm saying. That's fucked up. So no. you're kind of like self-defeating. Yeah. Yeah, but you should just still try. Like, yeah, you yeah. should just keep yeah. going. Oh. I think oh, that hey, you should hey, just... Hey, he has a hard time even telling somebody they're cute. So I kind of agree with Keaton here uh, about putting yourself out there. Uh, I know you've been on the, <laughs> the celibate side for a while. <laughs> Yeah, like so, how are you gonna fucking know, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you gonna know? I, I get what you're saying too. I get, I get both of you actually. So, oh, I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> to get out of again, 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 to each his own, <laughs> to each his own, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like I think, oh, actually, good question. Yeah, life, life, what, life when was the last it, time Pete went out of his way? To I couldn't say, tell to you. Say what's up. To say, Whoa. hey, shoddy. <laughs> Damn, when was hey, the last hey, time I did that? How you doing? Yeah, when was the last time, Pete? Please enlighten us. Fuck. Well, actually, no, are you still doing the, the Five voluntary years celibacy or? No, it's now I'm an insult now. But oh. <laughs> what is it? No. He's not a vol cell, yeah, he's yeah, an yeah. incel. Yeah. <laughs> was it uh, no no fab 30s? Is that anything? No, no, no. It's been like 36 <laughs> years, but it hasn't been that long. <laughs> no, but. That's no, funny. I actually, well, I mean, obviously, it's only been, like, what, almost two years since my last relationship. Yeah. And oh. I personally have not found anyone that's intrigued me like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, other than, mm. like, a like a one-night thing. And even then, like... Oh, whoa. Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. A one-night thing is more like, I find you attractive. Right? Yeah, it just the the standard the barrier to entry is very low, yeah. right? It's just like you just gotta be good looking. Yeah. But even then, my like brain is like, oh, I don't want to do that because what happens if we can't be friends, or mm. what happens if they talk to someone that I know? You know, mm. it's like it's way more things that are mm. incriminating to my lifestyle than is positive yeah. for one night of fun. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why I'm like more reluctant about it yeah but don't get me wrong i have my my thoughts like i'm still yeah dude like <laughs> i still get <laughs> you know what I mean? like at times i'm just like dude why am i thinking this like i yeah. I, I went to a, a wedding recently right mm-hmm. one of my friends wedding. i'm not gonna say who because then people might know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah we should bleep out names actually sometimes yeah that's i mean fine. sometimes sometimes if we need to we will <laughs> yeah. but but I, I might have seen one of my friends there that I haven't seen in a while. And mm. she was like, oh, oh, Pete, like, you're so cute. Like, your hair looks good. And I was like, damn. Oh, with the perm that. or? Yeah, with the perm. Ooh. Oh, my God. Crazy. Damn, she must be into you. Yeah, she, <laughs> she must be, bro. 
You messed me up, my bad. Carolyn, I got you. <laughs> but then I was like, in my head, I was like, damn, like, should I do something? About it? But I was like, oh, but we're friends and like, it would make things really awkward. Like, oh, wow. So you're like thinking like 10 steps before you even take the first step. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm more like methodical. Even with than the stranger? Like, even, even with a stranger, if, like if, in, like that was a shared space. I get right, that. Yeah. I get that. Even with a stranger, I've had strangers where they're like, "Hey, you know, like, oh, I think you're cute, whatever's, but like, uh, I just got a relationship that was very hard for me. Oh, okay. but I like you, and like, you know, maybe you could do something. And I'm like, that sounds already, just already yeah. that you have yeah. something in yeah. baggage wise. I don't want to be that. That's dude. different. Yeah, that's I already different. don't want to be that dude. Yeah, you know I mean? actually, so. I mean, I appreciate that she shared that with you, but also that's a little different. Uh, the wedding was like a shared environment yeah, yeah. where you know, like, all right, she probably knows people I know. Yeah, yeah. But the other person who over, not overshared, but the one that shared with yeah. you about her baggage, where was that space at? I mean, I was on traveling. I was just traveling. Oh, so there you go. Rando. Traveling. Yeah, traveling. Rando. Oh, well, actually, <laughs> that, then there's the factor of long distance, but. But yeah. it wasn't even like, let's take away the dating aspect, right? Let's Let's just talk about like, the let's have fun like one night thing right yeah to me when i heard what she was going through i was already like i don't want to add on to your baggage <laughs> yeah. i don't want to be a guy number like three four five whatever's right like yeah like that's the last thing i want i i want to like even if i'm having like a one night stand i want it to be beneficial to a person where they yeah. wake up like what a great good time fucking guy i don't know dude. if i am a good guy i don't know if i am a good that guy. that is who the f- <laughs> Because my nut comes second, you know what I mean? <laughs> this is how it works. My nut comes second, bro. How many of y'all out there <laughs> would be like, when I stand, but what will, did, what will this do to her mental? <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. I think some people could get more fucked up from shit like that. He's just you know? that good. That's yeah, because one night is usually no strings attached. Yeah. Right? And you're over here applying your own strings to it, you know? I'm a puppeteer, basically <laughs> at this point. My marionette. <laughs> Dude, in order to be a puppeteer, you have to have puppets, bruh. Uh, Yo, damn, you say I got no bitches? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you put yourself out there, you might have some. I guess, man. But like, dude, fuck, I don't know. You gotta just be well, yourself. That's why I don't like like being impulsive. That's mm. why I think the way I do. I'm post nut clarity Pete. You know what I mean? Like post nut clarity. I think Pete. like I do <laughs> Just after the nut. Ready. nut. <laughs> That's how I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm presently yeah. nutting. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's, he's exactly nut, what I'm he's, he's nutting right now. No post, no pre. Yeah, it's exactly. present nut. Constant. <laughs> he's nutting right now <laughs> as we speak. You know what I mean? Like cause cause some people will do it because at that time, they're impulsive and they feel like you know, this is what they want to do. Mm. And they don't like, oh shit, what the fuck did I do? You know well, you know? I think you should experience that. I, think I mean, I have, I have. That's why I've learned because I have done that. Uh, where I'm like, I'm like, yo, it's actually a real post nut. Yeah. <laughs> where I'm like, oh, it's shit. like infinite post nut. He, he had, he had the last nut that he's had, and then he's like, fuck it, I'm gonna hold on to this post nut. <laughs> fuck, dude. Hold on to this. Damn, whoever you whoever you fuck last must have been like the greatest <laughs> the greatest fuck you've ever had, dude. He's like, I'm holding on to this. God, dude, oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Oh. What did she do? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. Was it fast or slow? Or? <laughs> what country? Where? Was she edging? Oh nah, bro. God. Like I told oh, you, shit. I've not been with anyone since my ex. So, like, I have not had anyone else. You know what I mean? Like, opportunities definitely, but. 
It's not even like something that I was seeking, you know? Not anything that I was interested in. Like for me, it's again, it's not about the nut. Some people are like, a nut is a nut, right? Do you have, yeah. do you have a type? Do I have a type? Yeah. Mm, do you think question. I have a type? Well, you obviously do if you're so fucking picky right now, dude. I'm just saying. Ooh. Wait, what type for what? A type I mean, for a like type, fun? Well, women. Well, I mean, a type for what? For fun? For a relationship? Mm. Like a, a woman? Like a, a, a what is your type? Yes, a woman. That? I get. It, yeah. <laughs> no, he's, like he's what he's is actually, your type for uh, like a woman? He's actually asking like one night, long term. Like yeah. no, no, like, you're 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 you're. Uh, so if you were to have a girl that's gonna change your mind about everything that you think about. Okay, so long term. About okay, relationship. Then. Yes. Yeah. What was that girl? What does that girl look like? If he knew that, he'd probably. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> hey. well, he, he. You know what's funny is that I bet you. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. I, I mean, you have to have an image in your head because, like, all these other women that's in life right now ain't adding up to yeah, what you yeah. want. I'm just saying, like, if there's a filter for Tinder and all that shit, the filter be stacked. It, it'd be <laughs> it'd be hard pressed to like uh, find a chick like that. And and for me, it's like it's like z- zero yeah. zero matches yeah. to your search. <laughs> no, exactly. That's what it would the be radius like. is like twelve hundred. Don't yeah. matter. <laughs> <laughs> your radius is miles, but then his his, his radius is states. <laughs> I don't know. To be to be to be fucking honest with you, yeah. like the filters, the filters, right? Yeah. It would be. For me, my thing would be like a chick who's understanding of like my life and how short and limited it feels because I'm always living like in the fast lane, mm-hmm. right? I'm always like, I could die tomorrow, that kind of shit. And you got to be okay with that. Mm. That's very hard. You know what I mean? You also got to be okay with me like picking other people over you, you know? Like if I got to do this thing with my group of friends... Mm. And you just want to have a date? Like I might say sorry. Like I gotta go do this. Mm. You know what I mean? If I got business, sorry, I gotta shoot a podcast. Sorry, I gotta do the mortgage. Sorry, I gotta fucking do events. Whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like you gotta mm-hmm. be okay with be second place. Yeah. And a lot of people are not. Also, oh, okay that's what we're talking about prioritization. Yes, wise. yes, yes. I that's think. I mean. Well, like right, I, but I also think the prioritization part. Mm. It it's not second place forever. Or like all the time. No, I, th- no, I think. Course, I think. I think it's. I think it's. I think we need to be more specific about that and be like, hey, sometimes you will be second place. Yeah. And I think that that should be for every relationship, though, because like but some relationships cannot with withstand. No, that. but yeah. no, I'll tell you. I'll and tell you this. Nothing wrong with that. No, but like, <laughs> you know, for you, tell me not. Oh, if damn. if you if your girl <laughs> didn't didn't like you doing these podcasts and yeah. stuff, that wouldn't work. Yeah. You know, or pursuing your passion. That wouldn't, true. That, that wouldn't work. But yeah. this is your prioritization right now. Yeah. You know, just because you're not texting your back right now yeah. because you're busy doing this she doesn't mean that you don't love her. <laughs> you know? That, yeah. doesn't, that doesn't mean that. Yeah. But like, dude, like, you right. know what I mean? It's So I think we need to be more specific on that well, part where it it's comes like down prioritization to like at times. Communication more so, right? Understanding where we're coming from about Communication's it. Communication is a big fucking thing. Yeah. Because... Like you're saying, yeah, prioritization, but it doesn't matter how you dress it up. If if they can't understand that, it doesn't mean that you're less. It just means that this is how it really is. Right. Then yeah, you're you have to effectively communicate like this is how it is right now. Right, know? right. But I think that everybody should be themselves. That's why I think like not every woman's gonna be. Sometimes it is forever though. Not gonna lie. So I I have, oh, yeah, I have yeah, a yeah, yeah. specific scenario that I'll talk about. Right. In my longest relationship. So I do this thing every year where I have 
Christmas dinner with my friends. It's been something I've done since I was 16 years old. And the reason why we did oh, it wow. was because it was for all the friends who didn't have family to spend Christmas with. Right. And nice. that Christmas dinner grew like huge. We had like 40 people, you know, coming to these Christmas dinners now mm. that like they look forward to every single year it is tradition, you know, by definition at this point. Mm. And my significant other at the time was like, well, I want you to spend Christmas with my family this year. And I understand, like, I understood what she was trying to say, but at the same time, like, without me being there, one of the first few people who started, it's not the same Christmas dinner. And being that it's a big group. Mm towards like one of her wants you know and don't get me wrong I've, I've done it where we're like we we somehow negotiate where it's like yeah i'll do this with my group of friends and then i'll meet you at your family yeah for now right to negotiate but you have to understand that everyone here is depending on this to yeah. happen every single year yeah and i was like i'm sorry like what you want is gonna be second like mm. every single year that's gonna happen yeah, I mean, but it's you, time, but it's not always on. It's like not on Christmas, right? He still made the friends miss happen, and, and the family happen with um, his girl's side. So what was the issue? The issue is that it wasn't wholeheartedly just the family side. Like <clears throat> I, and it goes back to this where it's like that's crazy. Prove to me you care that much by giving up this. Yeah, uh, that's what I was saying. I think what I was saying was like fucking. I think if you relayed the message that. It was, uh, what's it called? Like, this is what I do every fucking... Uh, well, I'm sure you every, did. Well, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, I'm just saying oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. that's one thing, right? Like, if yeah, you relay yeah. the message, oh, oh this okay, is yeah. the thing that I do, especially because it's important not to me because my family is mm. here. You are here with me. Mm. But my friends that don't have family, like, that's like... And, and these are your friends too now, you know? Mm. Um, I think it's important to them that we still continue this tradition. So... If you relay that message and she still fucking doesn't want to do it, then that's one thing. But if you, but if you were to just be like, "Oh, babe, yeah, um, I'm going to dinner with my fucking mm. friends, and mm-hmm. yeah, let's go to, or mm-hmm. sorry, let's go to dinner with my friends. Why on on Christmas Eve? Uh, because mm-hmm. um, we just plan to. Mm-hmm. Like so, that's that's also a different thing. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah. do you think also going back to what I said a couple episodes before that. Romance is inconvenient, right? So, in a way, to prove how much you care or how romantic you could be, you give up something. Like I think that's that. just communication, bro. You well, just need to have no, no. no. So talk. this, uh, so I want to ask you this. This is where I'm kind of trying to dive into, right? You're moving to Hawaii. Yeah, you're giving up a lot. Mm. Do you think that's inconvenient? And do you think what you're doing will be appreciated as? something romantic or caring or loving because for you to forego literally your your dreams as far as like what you want to pursue out here that's a lot to you right should it mean a lot to her too i think that yeah it should so that's what i'm saying that's just literally what i'm saying is that if you're willing to forgo that someone should appreciate what you're losing out on what you think you're losing out on in order to pursue this relationship right 
And for me, I'm not willing to give that up, which is why I think in a lot of scenarios, my I'm just playing percentages, right? Like it's very unlikely I'll find a person that'll be okay with that, right? I'm, I'm literally my. If you narrow down, I'm the talking filters, about Christmas. I'm talking about Christmas, but I'm not even just talking about Christmas. I'm talking about like like my passions, what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like mm. I have so many things I want to do. Like I want to change, like the community around me for mm. the better. That's what mm-hmm. I want to do. That's why this podcast started again, is to help get people a perspective that they might not have gone if they didn't listen to it, right? That's why Feel Good is out here to push people, to give artists is a platform to like grow and be bigger and actually not like cut each other off, right? Mm. Like anything that I do, it revolves around that, like the bigger picture, you know? Mm, yeah. uh, this is going to sound fucking terrible, but like, <laughs> like MLK did speeches and he knows that it's going to inspire certain people, but he also knew that his life is on the line. Mm. He's willing to forego that in order to push the bigger picture, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm willing to do that, but like, I want to do that for the people around me. And it's going to take a lot of sacrifice. And sometimes it will be the sacrifice of my significant other. Mm. Yeah. And it's going to be something they got to be okay with, which very few people will be okay with. Mm. And that's why I think it's difficult. And that's why it's difficult for me to put myself out there because I can't imagine being a plus positive to their life if that's the way I'm seeing things. You know, mm-hmm. very few people are going to be okay with I think that. you'll find somebody that's like on that. Level. That changes that for him. Yeah, because like honestly, like that's how I feel. Because yeah. like, dude, there's a lot of shit that changes that for me, you know? So on Peter's point about romance being inconvenient, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> on paper, yeah, I agree. It is inconvenient, you know? It's but, like but you can't, you can't put sentimentality on paper, right? It's something that is more abstract and that you cannot rationalize you know because that's what love is right (laughs) like you just do things that just don't make sense but when you do it it does make sense right to you Mm. yeah and and you rationalize it in a different realm that is not pencil and paper right it's like what you do for your passions you do Mm -hmm. like the most extra shit because of what you love but do you think okay because you keep on saying like oh you'll find someone right Mm. yeah I really do think that and I think the opposite. Oh. I think that not everyone gets to experience love. Well, manifestation, and my bro. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> All right, let me finish. Though. Yeah. Let me finish. I personally don't think that everyone gets to experience love the way that is, right? And I'm fortunate, I've been fortunate enough to experience it through my relationships, even though there is an end time to it. A form of love, yeah. Yeah, a form of love. Right. And I'm okay with that. Like, I don't need it going forward, <laughs> right? Like... What's the difference between me experiencing love in my teens to my 30s mm. versus someone who gets it for the first time in their 70s and before they die at their mm. fucking 80s? Right. You know what I mean? Mm. The duration is the same. Yeah. The feeling is very similar, right? And if I've gotten enough where I'm like, I'm okay with not having it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with moving forward and not experiencing that again mm-hmm. and being able to do what, everything else I want to do. That should be okay. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. not everyone needs to be in a relationship with fucking picket white fences and a fucking dog and, like, mm-hmm. the American dream, right? Like, I know. Love is what you fucking want. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, and I love what I do. Mm-hmm. And I love the people that I'm around. And that love to me right now is enough to suffice, like, everything that I need. 
Like, to me, I don't need to be in the puppy dog love. I don't need to be in where it's like, I miss you and I care about you. Like, mm. I, I, I'm okay at this point where I'm like, I'd rather just pursue all the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. 100%. And if there's anyone that fits to be along that ride, cool. I'm not against it. Mm-hmm. I'm not an advocate against love at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not there right now. I, I think we all feel that way. Yeah, you think so? Yep. Because I feel that way too. I feel like I didn't, I didn't need anybody, you know. Like mm. I, I like being alone. I like having my time. I like, I like pursuing my passion. Like I like, I like doing this with us. Like our fucking, our feel good thing. Yeah. Like I like, I like doing all this. I like, I, I love it. I don't like it. I love it. Dang. I love, I love right it. Now. I love, I love being here. I yeah. love being in California. Thing, but things happen, and things will change. You know, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes you can't help that. Especially if you take these chances. Damn, bars. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. My name yeah. is Keenan. I'm about to say. <laughs> I know. Both are right. Yeah. Both are right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's right. different. No, no. Situational. Everyone's right because things. everyone's different. Because I feel like I resonate with both, right? Like I would like to exactly. just do my own. Because it's not like, yeah. Yeah. But you're completely right, yeah. Both of you are completely right, actually. And that just kind of is a testament to how love is so different in so many different forms mm-hmm. and in so many different stages of people's lives. Mm-hmm. You know what's one of the craziest things about relationships that trips me the fuck out, honestly, and what scares me the most mm-hmm. about being in a relationship? Yes. That, is that, like, coming from a divorced family, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And also um, seeing many friends that have had long-term relationships... Like, and I would consider, like, my past relationships long-term, but those were just, like, two, three years, Mm. you know? But, like, you know, my parents were, like, you know, 10 plus. And then they they split? Yeah. That just just blows my mind. Because for me, for me, you know, I'm in this, like, sorry, we're in this together. Yeah. Whatever's going on, we need to talk about. We yeah. need to figure out together. This is a. This is not just a relationship. This is like a. It, this is a partnership. You yeah. know, like mm-hmm. if you're feeling a type of way, like let's talk about it. Mm. You know, like like let's try and make this better. Because remember that first feeling that we had when we first met each other. Like that. There's nothing that, and there was nothing that could cap that. Mm. Like that's still there. Yeah. You know. Like yeah. and there's a way to like light that shit back up, yeah. But if you just give up, then of course you just give up, and that's yep. it. Yeah. There's a there's a thing that I heard, and there's a thing that I, you know, live religiously by when I was in a relationship is that when you're in a relationship, you should always be dating. Mm. Never stop. Mm. Dating. I agree. Mm. And that's I feel like that's what some people kind of let off. It's like. Once they get a little bit comfortable mm-hmm. past the honeymoon phase, they stop dating. I agree. And I think what it is is we're so used to the progression of how relationships work, which is when mm-hmm. you first start dating, you show the best of yourself, like mm-hmm. 120%. Yeah. Right? And then once you get them, it's like 100. And then <laughs> yeah. once you've been in a relationship for long enough, it's like you start like slacking. 90, yeah. 80, 70, right? And once you get married and it's like, 30, 40, right? Or sorry, 40, 30, where the fuck, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But what it is, is in order to have a relationship that's strong, that's ongoing, it's not only do you have to maintain, you have to build. 
Yeah. And that's something people are not willing to do because it requires effort. But I don't even think it's like the effort. build part. I think it's just literally we can all bring that back to communication. Mm. Like, dude, communicating and just saying, just speaking, which is the most simplest thing, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. You you get so much out of it. Simple and like, but it hard, could, though. And yeah. no, what's hard is when it happens, right? But then after that, it becomes such blissful. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, so say, you know, you had that spark before and then you start losing that spark. Like, dude, I've had these times where like my girl's like, and, and me too, we'll talk on the phone because we're long distance and then it'll be like, it'll be like, hey, I'm feeling like really disconnected right now. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, do you think that makes me feel good? Like, she's like, I'm feeling disconnected from you, no. your partner. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, mm. mm-hmm. like, I have to bite that bullet. I have to be like, I have to be like, okay, you feel that way. I don't feel that way, but you feel that way. Like, okay, why? You know? She's mm-hmm. like, it's just, you know, like, it's just a long time. Mm-hmm. We're away from each other. Distance. You know? Time. Yeah. I've been living my life here, you mm-hmm. know? But... What can we do to make that better? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And what, what can we do? So we talk about it, and then we be like, you know, I think uh, even though, like, I felt like something was up because of the way that we were talking mm-hmm. to each other through text or whatever. Like, well, you know, I don't, I don't think just because we're feeling distant today means that we shouldn't say I love you mm-hmm. the way that we usually do. I don't think that, I think that we should still go- say good morning, like how we always say good morning. And it wow. shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't always like. Even though I feel distant today, you know what I mean. Like I, I should still be like, "Hey, good morning, babe. I love you still." Mm. Just See, like how I would when I wasn't distant. Mm-hmm. See, because like what you're explaining now, I agree with it wholeheartedly. Right? When you talk about especially distance or consistency of things, right? There's not. There's gonna be days where you're annoyed with each other. Days where you don't want to talk to each other. But love is a constant. And that's what a lot of people don't understand is when they're like, oh, I don't feel like I love you today. It's like, oh, then you probably never felt like you loved me, right? Because mm. love is a constant. It, when you're mad at someone, when you're annoyed, when you're bothered, that's still there. That's yeah. what keeps you guys together is right. love. But when you, don't, when you think or you feel that you don't love a person for a split second because like this thing happened or that thing that you can't recuperate or bring it back, it means that it's probably just not that honest, to be honest. I, I want to say it's a choice. You got to make that choice every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love is not just a feeling, right? We can, if you want to simplify it, it could be, but it's a decision you have to make constantly. Yeah. Because it's very easy to not love someone. Mm-hmm. It's very Super easy to easy. fall out of it, mm-hmm. right? If you want to just describe it as just a feeling and just this whole thing. Because it's easy to fall, I feel like. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So but it's to decide, have it consistent. Mm-hmm, that's why I, I give you props for being like, does it mean that we can't say this mm-hmm. or do this? It's actually harder to continue to do that, especially right. in the times you don't feel like you're yeah. loving someone. The fact that you can. Yeah. The inconvenience mm-hmm. of it. No. <laughs> Here we right. go. Exactly. Yeah. No, and I and Here I agree. Goes, yeah. But it's not, I don't feel like I love you right now. <laughs> right, right now, right. I will let you know. Right, yeah. but the I reason do why we do it, I choose to. Right. I choose to. I choose it's to. convenient, but it feels right. Yeah. And, and I just want to kind of sidetrack a little bit and go into a story that obviously you guys mm-hmm. kind of know. 
And that is like uh, the story of my grandparents' love. Oh, here we go. So, so I Tell think this is Pete. a good story because it's something that I just realized recently. Tell them. And maybe someone can make a movie out of it. But <laughs> I'll so, do it. you know, I, I was telling you guys that my, uh, you know, my grandma wants to divorce my grandpa. He's, they're like in their 80s. How old? Oh, yeah. They're in their 80s, yeah. right? Crazy. Like, why mm-hmm. this time? Yeah. And my grandma was like, yo, like, I'd rather just be without him and just enjoy the rest of my life because I really, he just makes my life worse. And my grandpa at that point gets cancer. This is like five years ago. And he's on his deathbed. And, and somehow he's like, oh, I just, just want to go home. And like, if I'm going to die, I'm, I'm be around my family. Mm-hmm. But he goes from like a wheelchair to like a cane to like walking on his own to carrying groceries from the store back to the house. Like this guy is healing somehow. I don't know. It's <laughs> a wild. This motherfucker is a survivor, right? <laughs> I don't know how. But during this time, my grandma gets dementia, right? She's mm. like losing her mind. She's, you know, keeping the stove on when like the food's mm. already cooked, stuff like that. And she forgets. She forgets how much she didn't want to be my grandpa. Right. And she <laughs> ends up at a point in her life where she is in love with him mm. still. But the only person who could take care of her is my grandpa, who's now healthy and has never stopped loving her. It's like a weird notebook like twist story. of fate. Yeah, dude, right. That's it's like, insane. Like, like she could have forgotten just like two or three years ago where she still hated <laughs> him. Like, I think the most beautiful thing about that is that what's that? As much as she thought that, oh, I'm so over this, it was really meant to be. <laughs> it was really, it was so meant to be. You yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah, she yeah. was like, fuck this guy, I hate this guy, yeah. why did I get in this relationship? This isn't who I was supposed to be with. But then, you know what, little did she know, this is exactly who was she was supposed to be with. This is exactly where she was supposed to be at the time. Mm. And this is exactly who she should have spent her life with. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, it, it's really unexpected. I think yeah. love is very, is very, is very, is very unexpected. And I think yeah. like, yeah, like just keep trying. That's why people that just don't try, I feel like, you know, mm, a lot I feel of, attacked. Uh, <laughs> dude, just, just like, dude, just say hi, you know? It's the one time I'll think dementia. <laughs> For real, dude. Like, yeah. How is dementia ever a good thing? Let me tell you. You're like, what the fuck? It's fucking insane. Thank you, dementia. <laughs> That's that's awesome. I almost don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> like, dude, imagine how how good your grandpa feels too. You know, like your your grandpa. My probably, grandma can't even remember how good <laughs> she feels. No, no, no. Your grandma knows how good she feels yeah. now. No, but, but like, grandpa. no, but your your grandpa must feel like, dude. Like, I tried to make this relationship work so hard throughout my whole past. What is it? Ten? Whatever. Whatever. How long they've been yeah. struggling? Right. Yeah. And then, you know what? All that work that I put into this, it, dude, it's totally worth it. And it might be the last years of his life. Mm. And now he, in, and he feels in his life, like he, he's probably feeling so, so good and so blissful. Like, and like he doesn't need money. He doesn't need all these other things, that, these things that people, people need. But what he really cared about, you know, is like the person that he loved and like, and and it came back to him like that's mm. like that's a beautiful fucking thing. Mm-hmm. 
No? Yeah, oh, it is. I think that that's pretty fucking awesome. It is. And I think that, dude, like, he deserves that. He, he deserves I agree. He's the love that, he, that he's being received right now. And, yeah. and she deserves that, too. Because now, at least, she realizes, like, damn, yeah, I have a person that loves me, too. You know? Mm-hmm. I think that's a beautiful thing, too. Yeah. Because she didn't realize it maybe last year when she didn't, when she didn't love him. But when now, she didn't but realize now, but, anything? But, but, but she, she, she knows now. Does she? It's like men. <laughs> Y'all are fucked up. I am going to How are we fucked up? I think it's more me- more meant no, to be a beautiful. I get what you're saying. I'm fucking around. That's, I'm fucking that's around. on my end. I don't know. I don't want to ruin anybody's that's love story. That's beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, no, that that would be pretty wild. It's like, you know, having that animosity just for a condition to kind of rewind you back to a time specifically to when you actually did love them and appreciated them and you're both healthy and okay no I mean <laughs> no nah, I mean I would call dementia healthy but <laughs> damn it I was on a roll I was on a roll I had it too <laughs> fate is crazy though to have someone fate is crazy to have someone's condition rewind you back to a time where you we're both loving each other that much, and he still loves her that much. That's Taking what, care of her in the current condition she's in, you know. That's why I, I trip out on like these relationships that just break over like, you know, you have mm. five, ten, fifteen, twenty years in this relationship, and and what you just don't feel the same one day, and then you're like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. Like I kind of I, I get it though. I yeah. I, I totally I do get it. I'm I'm not saying that like that's wrong. Yeah. You know, because there's certain times where, like, you know, we're like, yeah, you're like, yeah, dude, like, this is just it's not expired. for me. Yeah. But, dude, if you have a little, just a little bit of that love, bro, just a little bit, I think it's way worth fighting for than just to fucking say, screw it. Yeah. And not even, f- yeah. and just say, toss all these years behind me. Because, mm. dude, you're, what are you gonna do? Date? I mean, okay, sure. I mean, this is kind of weird. <laughs> this is kind of weird. So, ten years you're with somebody, but maybe you're in your forties or something, or thirties yeah. or something like that. Shit, and yeah, you want to, and you want to, no, no, no. But you want to go and date somebody else, right? Yeah. You think that guy's gonna treat you the same way, or woman is gonna treat you the same way that your partner would have treated you? There's no fucking way. Shit, I'm that going my, back to my exes now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you, never you see know. what I'm saying, though? No. No. <laughs> no, I do see what you're saying. I'm saying no, I don't agree. Oh. Yeah. You never know what people's situation are. People divorce at all ages. Yeah. 80, 40, 30, fucking 20. I just, I, it makes me scared. Oh, then that's your own kind of grievances to confront, you know? It doesn't mean that. True. Yeah. It, like, if you're scared of that, that's fine. It's True. the reality, though, that people, dude, the fucking divorce rate is 50%. I know. That's crazy to me. So don't but be But I feel like it's that. more of like a. More of like a giving up aspect rather no, than like because, actual nah. work. That's a, actually that's a cop out. That's a fucking cop out. It is to right? say no to say that they just gave up mm. one day. You're ignoring the fact that maybe they put up with shit for decades. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. What if they're putting it with emotional abuse, physical abuse? No, yeah, when, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's, There's shit it's, that it's, happens. It's not all rainbows yeah. and I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. Like, no, no, I, I'm I just know. saying. Like, I'm um, just putting it in perspective. It's like it's not likely that one day I don't feel you, I'm out. 
In right. fact, I don't know anybody who's like that who would just kind of drop some sort of relationship you're right, you're right. in the aspect of like, mm, I woke up today feeling myself, not you. <laughs> yeah, not you. Yeah. No, you know? I, I, yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I the agree. main thing is that. I didn't mean it in like that. Yeah, that's fine. I think the yeah. main thing is that now it's harder than ever to differentiate where you draw the line, mm. right? Like, where is enough enough, right? Or where should I could continue with this relationship? And mm. keep it going. Like, who teaches that to you? Mm. And everyone's situation is so different. Nobody like, knows, man. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's what I'm True. saying. So True. I think everyone has their own bouts. And it goes back to what you were saying. Like, everyone handles pain differently, right? Mm. So whether or not, like, it's someone not communicating with you. Or they're not talking enough, right? Or someone cheating on you. Like, where is the breaking point? Oh, yeah. And everyone's different. Have you and, ever had somebody cheat on you before? Oh, yeah. How yeah. was that? How was that? How was that? <laughs> Shit. Actually, I didn't find out until, I think, like, months later, maybe even a year later. So I was chilling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was I like, was, oh. I've actually asked people, would you rather find out they cheated on the spot or, like, years down the line? Mm. I, for me, down the line, because that's kind of pretty much... Over with three. It doesn't even fucking matter anymore, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, I think on the spot would not be my answer either just because we're humans, right? We're typically very irrational, and I'm very hot-headed, or at least more so when I was younger, and I would not have wanted to find out mm, something like yeah. that in a moment where, dude, I would have done some stupid-ass shit. Oh, you know man, what I, mean? I, 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 I know. Yeah. So for me, uh, yeah, when I found out, like, months, years later, whatever, I was cool with it. Like, whatever. It's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. It's over. Like, it's yeah, done. fuck, dude. How many guys? Cool. Like, <laughs> not a big deal, I'll you know? Fine. But I think uh, as far as time goes, like, I, if they're cheating on me then, I'd rather know mm-hmm. right away versus, like, they've been cheating on me and we were together for, like, a year. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, because for my relationship, it was, like, mm-hmm. At the very end of it, and then we broke up, and then I found out like a year later. Cool. If it was going on throughout the whole relationship, that would be rough. I'd rather just find out right away. Like, oh, day really? one, you cheat on me. Oh, so you could just exit out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I'm not saying like I'm cold hearted or anything like that. It, my heart just doesn't beat a lot, but <laughs> you know, I'd rather just get over with and move on. Yeah. Because I think also it has something to do with the fact that we're getting older, right? Mm. If you get older, time is more significant than ever. Mm-hmm. You know, like it matters. Mm-hmm. Like I can't just be bullshitting yeah. anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, just let me know and get the fuck out of my way. I agree. Right? Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm not a person where, like I always talk about this, but I always say like, I'm not here to repair something or rebuild. I'm here to start something and like, gain like an empire through mm. doing it mm. yep. and and anything where i have to go back in my ways to like just learn about how to navigate like something like cheating it's too much for me to do I, I don't so have time for it fucking, yeah it's just straining bro yeah shit's draining you have you ever had someone cheat on you oh many times oh shit many mm. times many times i've had uh Dude, a lot of past relationships cheat on me, and I think that comes with my insecurity aspect when it comes to being in relationships that mm. I have to deal with personally. And like, it's just a me thing, right? Mm. Um, but I do have a story with that. Like, um, this one girl, um, 
I think we should take a shot to this. Good. Cheers yeah. to that girl. <laughs> Hell no. She just came into Kaizen too recently. Oh, wow. With, with her mom. Lamson banner ass, bro. Yeah. It was oh, wild. It, it was wild and she knew too. It was, it was, it was a weird thing. Wow. It was a weird situation. I mean, I what do you mean? She knew that she cheated, but. <laughs> dude, trust, bro. It was weird. Anyway, so, dude, one day I'm coming home from work, right? We used to live together. She used to live in my apartment. Damn. Wow. She had her own apartment in her own place, okay, that she shared with another friend of hers. But she would live with me. She had her stuff at my place, whatever, you know. And she already kind of, like, cheated on me before. Oh, already? She's a coffee shop girl. Uh, for you guys <laughs> out there, if you don't know, uh, we're not talking about Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> not Seven Leaves. Yeah, no, no. I don't describe. Like, no, Pete's I, Coffee. I look past this thing. Like, I don't, I, I don't judge. I don't judge. Like, I'm just like, hey, I like you. This is what I like. Yeah. I like you. You're, we're good. Anyway, so I try to look past her, right? Anyway, that past time. But then, for some reason, you know when you have, like, that gut feeling? Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of like, oh, I don't know. Something doesn't feel right. Yeah. So I was like, hey, I'm going to go in. Uh, we share locations. Mm. I was like, hey, you know, just, I just felt like it. I know this is kind of weird. I'm not that guy that's very overprotective or anything like that. I'm really mm. not. Mm. But I just, you, people know what I'm talking about when you have that feeling. You just have a gut yes, feeling. I, and I, I, I think, I I think that just happens with people. And, and I felt that. Yeah. And, I, and I'm going to react to my gut more than anything else. Mm-hmm. You know. And I did that. And I looked at my fucking thing. And she's not at a taqueria. Mm. She, she's not at a cop shop. She's at Jazz Cat Shabu. Oh, that place is pretty good, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would stop by there too. I mean, it sounds no, far. it's not. In- <laughs> no, it's just- no, I, I, I never. Kaiser Shop is the the bestest shop. Is best, yeah. Is best, yeah. So anyway, so I was like, you know what? I was like, I was like, oh okay, you know. So I look and I'm like, she's not there. I'm like, weird. Scientist, I'm like, hey, um, you know. Who are you with? She's like, oh, I'm with my roommate or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You guys are at where again? Sorry. Says the place. I'm like, Mm. this is kind of weird. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go. Wow. Go there. I'm going to go. Jazz Cat's not Without telling her. I was in Costa Mesa. I was living at at the Camden's. That's not even close. Jazz Cat's far. I'm at Costa Mesa. So you drove what? 40, 40 minutes? To whatever that is. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it Roland Heights? Yeah. No. Sure yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so I drive. I go there. Without her knowledge. Right. Yeah. I end up getting to Jazz Cat in the parking lot. I pull up and then um, I start texting her and I'm like, hey, um, you know, what are you guys doing? She's like, oh, nothing. We're just chilling. We're just having like some food over here, whatever. And I'm like, I'm, texting you right now and then <laughs> and then right like i'm Damn. and then next thing you know i see her come out and i'm like literally texting her <laughs> while i'm seeing her and i was like oh like how's your roommate doing or whatever and yeah. she's like oh yeah she's good or whatever mm. and i'm like dude i'm seeing you with this guy right now <laughs> you text her that while no 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 while i'm uh, yeah while i'm yeah, there in the parking lot and that. i'm seeing it in front of my face 
And then I'm like, okay, this girl is fucking lying so hard in front of my face right now. So then I started like calling up my friends and I was like, yo, whatever. Like if you don't get here, I'm going to fucking like go up to this guy and mm. get nuts. So then I ended up going up to them because they ended up trying to leave. And then, yeah, I was just like super fucking salty, Damn. you know? So scrap. What happened? Well, I just fucking like went up to the guy and I was like, I was like, hey. She's like, she saw me walking oh, up, obviously. Right? Oh, damn. Because I thought they were going to leave. Yeah. And he was on a motorcycle. Oh. I, yeah. I so he's a badass. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were going to leave. So I walked up and I was like. Yeah, he's cool. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, hey. And then she saw me. She's like, oh, shit. Uh, and then I was like, oh, hey. And then he's like, oh, what's up, man? I'm like, I was like, what are you guys doing? And he's like, oh, you're just on a date. I'm like, Oh, dude! No, no, wait, wait. So then I was like, I was like, who is this guy? She's like, oh, this is um, my photographer friend, um, so and so. And I'm like, and he's looking at her like, right? Oh wow! And then he looks at me, and then I'm like, nasty, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, this is my girl. What? Who the fuck are you? And then he says something. I was like, hey, did I fucking ask you to talk? This is so fucked up. God damn. We have we we were together for like two years, three years. Whoa, that's a long time. Yeah, so it was like really fucked up. And you're staying in my place, you know? Really fucked up. And then <sighs> yeah, dude. Damn. That bro. shit was terrible. I ended up like catching that. Yeah. So what what would you do flesh. after though? Like what how'd you handle it? How did I ha- So then after that I was like He's like, hey, man, like, I don't want to fucking be a part of this, bro. And I'm like, hey, you know what? Honestly, get on your fucking bike and get the fuck <laughs> out right now. That's what you should do. Yeah. He's like, run, run. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah. yeah. It was uh, just a regular road bike. Seriously, <laughs> though. Seriously, though. And um, it's a bird. No, and he, and he did. He did. He dipped out. Good. And she got in her car and she, she was like trying to block me off. What do you mean? What? It's what do you mean? She's trying to block shit. me off. No, because I called, well, what happened was I called her and I said, Hey, I'm just letting you know, when you get back to my place, all your stuff's going to be outside. You can pick it up and you can leave. Damn. And she's like, no, don't do that. No, what she said is like, hey, um, honestly, if you touch anything of mine, I'm going to call the police. What? And I said, I said, fine. Bull. Totally fine. Whatever. So I tried to get out early, right? And leave. She tried to block me off with my car. Was she, what ethnicity is she? Um, Filipino and Japanese. Oh, oh. damn it! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Pinays, really. <laughs> you thought I was the same thing. I was so, I was so into the bed. <laughs> uh, I feel like Adrian already had a hint, dude. I, I was fucking it. Yeah, it was terrible. Damn. It was terrible. And then, um, yeah. So, anyway, I ended up squeezing out of that fucking parking stall. Nice. While. Yeah, it was just like toxic as fuck. And you, anyway, you threw all her shit out. I threw all her shit out of my out of the apartment. And, and then, did you uh, talk to her after that? Um, yeah, I actually tried to get back with her. <laughs> Kid. I know. I'm a simp. All right, guys. <laughs> we are into. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> For those who don't know, that's Aloha. <laughs> Redo. Oh, wiki wiki my lohi lo. Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, I took the time to learn Hawaii. <laughs>
right, guys, we're going to enter our lightning round where we ask our guests some rapid fire questions. And if they can't answer it, well, they got to take a shot. Kian, so are you ready? So You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. I hate alcohol. Oh, really? Because that's all we've been drinking. <laughs> what is your favorite alcohol? Favorite alcohol? Yeah. Tequila. And oh. Jameson. Oh, well, sorry. No. Oh. oh, yeah, I'll take that back. Oh. Tequila and whiskey. Ooh. Specifically. Oh, wow. A man of variety. Yeah. Your favorite Disney movie? Disney movie? Yeah. Ooh, Toy Story. Nice. Me too. Damn, was that a shot? Your favorite island? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shot. Big island. Oh, wow. No? Big no. island. It oh, is Big Island. Island. Oh, you just want to take a shot? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Your favorite food? Food? Uh, Japanese. Or do you have a specific food from... Well, I think the best thing about Japanese food is that it caters to pretty much every type of culture. Mm. It's pretty It's pretty variety. Oh, sorry. No. Broad, I think is a better word. Yeah. Um, like, you can get a steak if you want to. You can get um, a steak with rice. Which is a beautiful thing. True. Yeah. <laughs> you don't Ham- have to get mashed hamburger. potatoes. Hamburger. <laughs> you know? Um, you, could get, you, you could get seafood. Yeah. Like uh, fried fish. That's true. Or you, or you could get raw fish. Like yeah. you, you could get soup. That's, That's mm-hmm. great. Um, I just, I, I love Japanese food. Still Japanese. island food. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Hawaiian food's amazingly awesome, but I feel mm-hmm. like it's also very tied into Japanese culture. True. Yeah. Actually. True. Who inspires you in terms of your career in music? Career in music? Ooh, my peers. Mm. Oh, nice. Just really everybody. I feel like um, even if it's not dealing with music, I think um, just being around creatives in general just really inspires like, like life that. and brings, yeah. out, brings out life. Yeah. Prime example of the people you surround yourself with and the environment do elevate and motivate who you can be. So, yeah. Appreciate that. I'm glad I'm one of them. You are, you are, yeah. I've known Adrian longer than everybody here, actually. Probably. Um, Adrian. Just me, basically. Well, well, I mean, like in general. I mean, no, the huge, massive audience. No, well, like. I mean, there, all y'all. There, there's <laughs> at least there's at least 50 people behind us right now. You guys more don't than know. that, for at least, sure. More than true, that. True, true. They're, just, they're just really good at being quiet. Last question. What are you most excited about moving back home? Learning about my family. Mm. And um, as an adult, where I came from. And also learning about, you know, my lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... I think it's, we do long distance. Yeah. It's very, it's very very hard to, to experience life and Mm -hmm. share, share life with someone Mm -hmm. from from so far away. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I'm, I'm really excited to experience life with her. I'm excited to, to learn more about, you know, who, who my dad is as like a, as, as Robert Crudeau. And my mom is like Bev Crudo. I don't want to know them as like dad or yeah. mom. I don't want to know them as like who they are. Uh, I think uh, I think I'm excited about that, mm-hmm. and I'm excited about you know yeah like living life with my girl and Naya. I think uh, her kid and just like trying to yeah just like learn about learn about everybody, mm-hmm. be a part of everyone's lives that mean a lot to me. Yeah, you're coming back a different kid, you know? 
with a lot of perspective and experience you've gained here and growth, you know. Yeah. When we see you again on here, can't wait to hear what you share, you know. All right, my turn. What's one thing you're going to miss about Cali? Ooh. Don't say me. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> you can put me up whenever you want to. I'll miss my friends. I'll miss my friends a lot. What's one thing that you changed of your experience in the past year? The way that things are looking right now, it showed me a reason to believe in like things are meant to be how they are supposed to be. Mm. You know, if anything, I could have I could have worked a little bit more. That's common. Yeah, that's very common. Yeah, you still got a drink though. <laughs> if you could only do one thing for the rest of your life, one thing, what would it be? Make people happy. Oh, that's a fucking cop out. <laughs> I'm over here like, oh, be like, what the fuck? It's not even a cop out. I said, what are you yelling at me? He said it. Tell me what, what I you said mean that by was that sweet. Like, make people feel good. How? I think Happy. that like my whole like being about me, like even if you were to ask Pete about like a lot of people when I was like trying to, when I'm trying to do music and stuff, they're like, you need to find your own sound. You need to do this. You need to do that. Mm. I'm like, and they're like, well, what separates you from fucking everybody else? And like, all mm. I ever said was like, yo, I just, I just, I think I'm a good person. Like, mm-hmm. I just think, mm. I think, I think like, I think this industry needs more just like good people. Wow. And I think, I and love I that. actually and, love that. And I think that like, no matter who doesn't think that that separates me from anybody else? Like, that's fine. That's okay. But, you know, if I were to, if I were to, like, leave anything behind, if I were to be ever somebody, if I ever get the chance to be, it would probably be the fact of, like, there are still good people out there because there's um, a lot of fucking stupid shit that goes on in life right now. Mm-hmm. And I think um, not just life right now, but it's just going to get wor- worse. Like, mm. Without the good people. Mm-hmm. I just want to be an example of like maybe, you know, just being just being a good person mm-hmm. might get you somewhere. Yeah. Because, you know, you might not be the t- most talented. You might not be the most good looking or you might not be the most smart you might not be the most whatever but mm-hmm. you can always be a good person mm-hmm. at the end of the day and i think yeah i think i think i'll always want to be remembered by doing that mm-hmm. yeah. i just have one last one what's uh hawaii's state fish what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> guy sucks. <laughs> That's terrible. What's the state fish of Hawaii? Huma huma nuka nuka apua ah. Yeah, bitch. My friends would hate you. <laughs> really? I think they'd love me. They would probably love you. <laughs> Three, two, one. All right, y'all. That concludes our lighting round. I want to say thank you to our special guest, Kian. Let us know where we can find you. <laughs> what was that? What the hell is that? That's so fake. That's why it's so funny. Me? Wait, wait. Get fake? It. How dare Dude. you? Dude, this is my job. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's so funny. You want to be real? Wait, did he, did he, did he, you okay, want me to be okay, real? Okay, okay, okay. You want me to be real? Yeah. All right. Hey, we're done. It's Ken's turn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you can find me on uh, Instagram, at least at, at kilo.gram. And then click my link tree and you'll find all my links there for SoundCloud, Facebook. And thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you guys watching all the way through because we had this M who <laughs> one of my great friends. <laughs> Cut! <laughs> what a workaround. What a he's workaround. Sh- he's sharing here with us. <laughs> I Cut! <appreciate> <laughs> Can't you know, don't be like that. Make sure you guys Cut! subscribe, Cut! like, and comment below. Cut! <laughs> to Cut! And remember, and remember, Cut! live fast, Cut! eat it. Cut! <laughs>